So anyway, welcome back, everybody. It's good to have pretty much all of the original crew back and our new player uh, who's going to be playing Will Wagner. Uh, so welcome to the group. We appreciate you jumping on and I appreciate the support and I'm looking forward to all the adventures yet to come in our second leg of the Shadow of Evil campaign. So if you notice on our uh, landing screen, uh, we've got a little bit of a new title for uh, this particular campaign, and it is the In the Mouth of Madness. Uh, and on a quick side note, just so you guys know, this uh, series that we're starting off here is actually the official kickoff to my Dreamslayer Studios Patreon uh, account. And we kind of did a soft start over the holidays, but since this is kind of the start of my first new ongoing campaign since I set up the Patreon account, I figured I'd make the official announcement here. So, addressing the viewers for a moment, if, uh, if you guys out there like what we're doing here, be sure to check out the link in the description in the video below, uh, or uh, the description in the podcast and sign up at patreon.com backslash Dreamslayer Studios. So now that that's out of the way, I think we probably need to do a little recap of our last campaign. So in our initial campaign in the shadow of evil, the US and British governments assembled a group of ragtag superpowered individuals to hunt down a short list of supernatural items to keep them out of the hands of the Axis powers. The items in question were the Amulet of Pazuzu, the Lament Configuration, and the Necronomicon. Our band of heroes scoured the globe in search of these items, starting their journey in the land of the pharaohs, Egypt. Here, they made a deal with the underworld crime boss known as Amul Farouk, to retrieve the opal of Ozymandias from the tomb of Insabanur, where they faced the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Utilizing the opal, Farouk had a vision of the items the heroes were after, and in exchange for the opal, gave them the information that they sought. Their first mission took them to the streets of Whitechapel in England, retracing the steps of the infamous Jack the Ripper. Here, they met a man who claimed to be Saucy Jack himself, but he turned out to be an unwitting pawn possessed by the demon Pazuzu. After conducting a successful exorcism, Pazuzu was ousted from the body of his host and, in exchange for his freedom, directed the heroes to the Catacombs de Paris to search for the amulet. Deep in the underground catacombs, the heroes discovered, discovered that the Axis were one step ahead of them and had decimated a French resistance squad that called the tombs their base of, base of operations. After a battle with Nazi super soldiers in the tomb, the heroes solved an intricate puzzle which netted them their first prize, successfully delivering the amulet of Pazuzu to their handler, Happy Sam Sawyer, who kept it in safe keeping. The second item on their list 
was reported to already be in the hands of one of Hitler's lieutenants, the dreaded Baron Zemo. Zemo's base of operations was located in the mountains of Saragora, and with the help of Special Agent Peggy Carter, the team went undercover on a train bound for Poland, protecting an MI6 agent from, assass from an assassination attempt by the Russian espionage agency known as the Red Room. During this encounter, they freed a particularly hairy Canadian by the name of James Hallett, who met them on their trek into Saragora. In the tunnels that led to the concentration camp, they encountered an experiment that had gone horribly wrong. The Axis were attempting to breed a host of xenomorphic aliens for use in battle, but the creatures had escaped and laid waste to the camp. Fortunately, their number had been cut thinner by the presence of another predatory alien life form, and in an effort for the team to proceed, James Hallett threw himself into a frenzy to ward off the alien hunters and remaining creatures in the tunnel so that the heroes could liberate the remaining survivors of the concentration camp and retrieve the lament configuration. In the camp, they met a young boy with magnetic powers, Max, who helped get the prisoners to safety, while the heroes followed the breadcrumbs leading to a chapel on site where the wife of Baron Zemo had made a fatal deal with the guardians of the Lament configuration, the demonic beings known as the Cenobites. The heroes wrested control of the Lament configuration from the Cenobites, uncovered a lead on the ne Necronomicon, and then made their way to the Pacific Theater to the island of Madripoor. Here, they met with MI6 agent Seraph, who told them of a meeting between members of the ninja sect known as the Hand and a quartet of strange individuals who apparently made a transaction in the Princess Bar with the Necronomicon. This led them to the Hand's base where they thwarted the an end-of-the-world ritual from a group known as the Deathwalkers and found themselves suddenly whisked away in a magical warp to the magical city of Camartage. Here, the Sorcerer Supreme, known as the Ancient One, told them of the dire situation that faced them. The Necronomicon and the equally dangerous tome known as the Darkhold were now in the hands of the Red Skull and the Sorcerer Kalu. They had absconded with them to the mystical city of Kunlun, where they hoped to turn the warriors of that great city into an army of the undead to unleash upon the world as we know it. With the Ancient One acting as anchor, the heroes traveled to Kunlun and faced the forces of the Red Skull, confronted him in the central palace, and narrowly escaped with their lives, but came out the other side victorious, spiriting away with both the Necronomicon and the Darkhold. Instead of bringing these two particular items back to Happy Sam Sawyer, the team decided to leave these powerful tomes in the hands of the Ancient One. They reported back to their handler, who expressed enough disappointment in the matter to warrant suspicion in our troop, and with a mental probe by the stranger, it was revealed that General Sawyer had been possessed at some point in their interactions by <laughs> Abul Farouk. 
and had delivered the amulet of Pazuzu and the lament configuration to the crime lord who has begun his process of overthrowing the Egyptian government already. And this is the moment where we will resume our tale as Peggy Carter rushes to gain intel on what's happening in Egypt and Sam is getting his wits about him. Now, our player uh, who played the stranger, unfortunately, uh, had uh, a conflict that is going to prevent him from joining us, at least at the beginning and maybe for the whole campaign. So we, we will see whether or not he joins us again. So that leaves us in a position right now to figure out exactly what has happened to the stranger. If those of you that were part of the campaign last time recall, uh, we kind of left it where the, stra the stranger was doing this mental probe on Happy Sam Sawyer. Uh, and in the process, you guys were trying to figure out what was going on, and there were trickles of blood that were flowing out of the stranger's eyes. And then um, Mr. Arcane uh, was somehow able to oust the presence of the Shadow King from Happy Sam Sawyer, who came out of his body and disappeared in a wisp of black smoke. So I think that the stranger in this process, uh, his consciousness somehow uh, either got ripped from his body and is lost somewhere on the astral plane, or he has suffered some sort of uh, aneurysm or something that is probably going to take him out of the fight, at least for the time being. Um, we can say that uh, since Mr. Arcane is going to be a little bit late tonight, perhaps maybe he, that was kind of the first thing on his mind was to try to figure out what was going on with the stranger, and he maybe has you know, weaved a little bit of a healing spell to at least stabilize him. But right now, the stranger is still unconscious. Um, Hap, Happy Sam Sawyer, uh, fell uh, when the Shadow King left his body. Uh, and Peggy, uh, number one, is taken aback and is just aghast at what has just taken place. It's completely taken her by surprise. And she says to the crowd, Who the bloody hell is, was that? Shelly just sits back and eyes wide as just saucers are just like shaking her head like no idea what's going on. And I think uh, Quantum Man, I don't think you would know really nope. exactly what was going on because you weren't part of the uh, uh, the process where they actually met the Shadow King when we began the uh, campaign last time either, right? Yeah, not when not when they met the Shadow King. And not only that, the Shadow, isn't the Shadow King, King more magical arcane based as well? He's he's a mutant, uh, so yeah, his he, he does kind of cross over a little bit into that kind of arcane just because of his abilities of uh, of possession and so forth. But those are all natural uh, mut mutant powers that uh, that he possesses. Oh, all right. Would the Shadow King have been in any of the dossiers that we might have uh, been shown? Um. You in particular, probably not, because it wasn't, uh, he really wasn't a part of the equation when this the whole thing began. 
the initial crew that went into Egypt uh, had found out about him, found out that perhaps he might be someone that, that might be able to locate the items that they were looking for, but uh, they kind of cut a deal with the devil uh, while they were there and sought out that opal of Ozymandias so that he could basically scry for these uh, uh, items that they were looking for. Uh, and with that in mind, uh, Hap uh, is beginning to kind of come to, and he looks around and he takes in the crew and he says, "Hi, oh, Jesus! Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm so sorry, fellas, ma'am. I don't know truthfully what that thing was, but." I've been present throughout everything, but I've been unable to do a goddamn thing throughout this whole process. That thing had a, a tight grip over my mind and I couldn't even move or speak everything that, that I was doing. It was like I was a puppet. I, I had no say in what I was doing. Whatever has happened, I want you to know it was not my fault. I was trying like hell to fight out of it, but I couldn't. Hmm. That sounds terrible. Are you okay? I mean, physically, I think I think I'm fine, but my God, that thing—whatever it is—it is the root of evil. Can Can I do a psych check to, to like get an insight on whether he is telling the whole truth there? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and I would say probably intuition would probably be your best bet. Right. Mm -hmm. I was already suspicious of him before. That's what got me thinking he wasn't full, uh, fully straight with us in the beginning, anyway. So, yeah. uh, where the hell's my psych here? It's uh, <clears throat> monstrous. Wow. Uh, well, uh, well, I guess you could probably roll psyche uh, on that. That that would be all right. Or uh, I'm sorry, where's intuition? Right. Uh, I I said intuition, didn't I? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it's right above that. The right way to go. Mm -hmm. Right oh. above that. at an incredible. Oh jeez, I got no clue. Yeah, <laughs> I'll um. Do I know? Based on what you saw, uh, which was basically Hap's body swelling up to like gargantuan size, as far as like obesity, uh, for for just a few moments, and then deflating as this smoke came out of him and you saw this kind of visage of this kind of shadowy creature with big pointy teeth uh, and then it disappearing. Based off of that, I mean, your assumption would be that the thing is out of him, but you can't know for sure. Right. So it may not alleviate all of your suspicions in that, uh, but I mean, your hunch says it's probably gone. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Arcane would have... Now, we, we can't use any of Mr. Arcane's abilities, obviously, yet to uh, have him look at Sam or look him over. Well, and I, and I can kind of play uh, Arcane until he gets here. I've got no problem with that, and I think Johnny would be fine with that. Uh, and based off of the role that he made in the last session uh, with the uh, attempt to basically exercise the um, Shadow King from him, uh, Arcane says 
to the best of my knowledge and my ability, I, I believe that he ran off. I think I was able to disturb him and remove him enough from Hap's form that he decided to leave. I don't know that I necessarily forced him out, but I don't sense his presence within Happy at this time. Could, could I uh, roleplay a quick, uh, like, just what he would say, Mr. Quantum would say to him? Sure. Mm -hmm. Mr. Arcane, can you leave some type of, can you uh, have some type of a uh, arcane um, sense sensory uh, field or some some such going on upon Sam where you might be able to detect if there is a uh, weakness in his defenses allowing uh, a possession to uh, uh, reacquaint itself with uh, Sam again. Do you have the ability to see that? I've heard that in uh, you arcane types. Um, you mean to basically just kind of monitor him? Is yeah. that what you're asking? Some way so we can uh, monitor Sam so this will not happen again. Well, who's to say this Shadow King will not just possess someone else in our group? And that's true. Um, I think that's certainly something that we would need to be on the lookout for. And if, if you'll allow me, if everyone would allow me, perhaps that's maybe not a bad suggestion and I can do a quick scan of each of us and just make sure that I don't sense his presence somewhere else. Yeah, there's barely enough room in my head for me. I don't I got any space for anyone else. <laughs> Lots of room in mine. Wait, no, I didn't mean it that way. I mean... I mean, there's nobody but me in here. Well, I've asked a lot of favors of the shanty as of late. Um... But I suppose one more favor couldn't hurt. So I shall call on the powers of the Vashanti to scan the minds of my companions here. And if there be any darkness, I ask for the Vashanti to root the darkness out and point us in the direction of whatever darkness is upon them. Uh, and then he is going to make a roll. For that guy in 86, that's pretty hey, good. real good. Yeah, um, knowing knowing him, he probably would have spent, spent karma. He probably would have spent karma, yeah. But I, I didn't see where he <laughs> had anything separated, so I don't want to spend any of his karma for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, he says, The Shanty has spoken, and it seems as if the energies that surround the presence of the Shadow King have dispersed. Uh, I do not sense his presence here in this room, nor in any of the minds of those of us that stand here. So at least for the moment, I think we're safe. Very good, very good. Would you be able to tell if there is any residual after effects of a possession of this type, just for my own educational purposes? Uh, there are psychic scars. Mm. Uh, for sure. And the, the good thing in my experience with possessions like this is that once, once an exorcism has been performed, most of the time, that individual has developed at least some modicum 
of resistance to being possessed by the same being at least for a certain amount of time. Now that might be for a day, that might be for a week, it might be for a year, or it might just be permanent. Hmm. But in a case like this, where it's not actually an arcane possession and more of a psychic possession, I don't know if the same What's rules the actually apply. It's all you know, oogity-boogity stuff. Well, it can be oogity-boogity if, if that's the way you want to phrase it, but... I mean, I know it's real. You know, don't get me wrong. We've been fighting it for, you know, weeks now. I ain't saying it's not real. It's just, does it matter whether it's oogity-boogity or boogity-oogity is what I'm trying to get at here. Sometimes, sometimes I'm afraid it does. Um, and in this particular case, when we met the Shadow King in Egypt originally, I did a scan of him uh, at that time, and I realized he was a powerful individual. But I was not, even though he has some arcane knowledge, unlike me, he's not a magician. He is something else. Uh, and whatever that is, I believe it to be a natural evolutionary uh, change within his genetic makeup, uh, a mutant, so to That's speak. That's a lot of words. Thanks, I just made all of that up. <laughs> Good job. Does, uh, does the GM get any karma? <laughs> <laughs> Great role-playing, guys. Oh, one other quick question I had on that. Um, does Sam... Sam uh, no, no. Let me ask Mr. Arcane actually first. Do you think Sam would have any type of a recall of what might have happened while he was under possession of the Shadow King or the Shadow King's own conscious thoughts? Are you, are you asking that out loud in front of Sam? No. <laughs> probably uh, not in front of Sam. Yeah. Probably not. Okay. Uh, Arcane says, well, it is highly possible. Most Most individuals that have been possessed, at least by a demonic spirit, do have a decent amount of recollection of what happened to them while they were under. Now, again, with this being more of a psychic possession, I don't know if he had certain blocks on Hap uh, or not, but I suppose we could just ask him. Um, Shelly uh, leans over the tank and says, do you understand his explanation? <laughs> I, I'm more confused than woman when he started. Um, do we, Mr. Arkeen, do you have any classes that uh, you can run for us to uh, give us some training? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that may take a little bit more time than what we may have, but, you know, through our travels, at, at this point, obviously, we're not done with what we uh, what we set out to do. We've got to figure out a way to get those items back. Mm. Um, maybe in our travels, then, yeah, maybe I can kind of educate you all in the ways of the arcane in some way. Uh, out of character, what would be the, uh, like, the persuasion type of skill or uh, ability score if we wanted to, like, you know, persuasively ask Sam that, if he has any memory? 
that's one thing I think that Marvel really lacks in uh, is that persuasion thing. They kind of psych for it, I think. Yeah, psyche sometimes, sometimes intuition, sometimes reason. I think it just depends on the uh, the circumstances. Oftentimes, it's actually popularity. Yeah, I was going to say um, popularity role usually, which makes less than zero sense. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, but I think that. Um, if if you'll allow Mr. Arcane, he can probably speak to Hap and and you know maybe convince him to you know speak yeah. uh, honestly about it. Yeah. What does everyone think? You good. With, everybody good with that? Yeah. Let him let him do his stuff. Because I got a monster. Got psyche. I got a monster psyche, but I don't think Quantum Man, who's got that. Uh, Doctor Manhattan type of personality would be that persuasive to you know regular pe- people. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but he's, he's spooky. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, Mister Arcane. Um, so Arcane has a brief kind of conversation with him, and and actually, you know, maybe even kind of helps to calm him down because he's a, Hap is essentially having a panic attack at this point. Um, and he does what he can to kind of help soothe him a little bit and kind of calm him down to a point where he can really talk uh, rationally with you guys. And Hap finally calms down and he says, okay, so here's the deal. The whole time I was under, I was 100% aware of, of what I was doing. Um, and I was fighting like hell to try to to break that control um, and I, I was not able to come out for even a second through any of that um, that thing kept me awake at all hours and I gotta tell you after the weeks of that possession I'm absolutely exhausted at this point but as far as what I can tell you I, I, I'm getting little tidbits of kind of what was on his mind and he overtook my body shortly after the point where you all went looking for that opal of Ozymandias so I've been under for all of that time and before you even brought the first item back he already had control over me I think he must have known exactly what it was you guys were after from the get-go, and in order for him to gain the items that we so desperately were trying to keep out of the hands of the Axis, got a hold of me, knowing that you would bring him back, and then I could bring him to him, and that's exactly what I did. So that lament box, the lament configuration, the amulet of Pazuzu, both of those. I put them in that crate that uh, Howard Stark gave me and got hopped in a plane and went back to Egypt and dropped them in his hands. And I regret everything, but I hope you all believe me, I had no control over what it was that I was doing. Try as I might. 
Mr. Arcane, does that sound uh, an honest answer to you? It certainly sounds honest to me. And Peggy kind of chimes in at this point, and she says, So, essentially, what he's telling us is that at least two-thirds of the work that we've done has now basically all been for naught. And the items that, that we tried so hard to keep out of the hands of the Axis now lie in the hands of an individual who is a criminal mastermind who is potentially looking for world domination himself. That's I'm one going of those to out of the frying pan things. As long as we don't have to retrace our steps through that tunnel where those xenomorph <laughs> I should probably keep that down. I'm going to get on the horn right now and try to find out exactly what's going on in Egypt and kind of get a lay of the land, but in my opinion, I believe our first order of business is to retrace our steps and go right back where all of this began and head back to Egypt. And this might not be a very smart question, but what can we do to make it so that he can't do to us what he did to no offense, Sam. The Shadow King, you mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, if we say we rush in there and we stand in front of him and say, hey, stop being a bad guy and, and give us back the, the things so we can hide them from, you know, yeah, from the Nazis. And he's just going to laugh at us and then he's going to pick one of us or maybe all of us and just be like, Oh, you're all my puppets now, and now I'm gonna use all your fancy powers to do my bidding and take over the world even more. Good thinking. Well, I'm afraid to say it, but I believe your best defense, unfortunately, is lying over on that couch over there. The stranger. Perhaps Mr. Arcane, because he has had some success at ousting both a demon and a psychic from the brains of two individuals is, is probably your second best. But I believe, perhaps, there may be someone in Egypt that might at least be able to have some knowledge of a possessing entity uh, if he was able to overtake one of you in the heat of the moment. Um, I know of a man by the name of William Wagner. William Wagner, writing that down. Uh, he, of all things, is an archaeologist, but we've had some dealings with him in the past, and perhaps you might be able to seek him out. Or okay. perhaps he might find you, depending on what's going on in Egypt right now. Where might we have you have seen him last? As far as I know, I believe that he's there right now, conducting a uh, a, a dig, if I remember oh. correctly. In the, in the Valley of the Kings. Yes. We've been there. Okay. You guys had a quite fun trip last time. Well, let me get on the horn for a moment and let me just see what's going on. In the meantime, you all talk amongst yourselves, try to figure out what you what your plan is, and then I'll come back and let you know exactly exactly what I can find out. Anybody have any tin foil? She says that she takes her hat off. <laughs> I don't think tin foil was actually around in the in the forties. It was uh, 
No? Didn't really come out too much later. A lot of stuff that we consider basic, like plastic saran wrap, plastic Tupperware, all that crap didn't really start entering the world until the, the 50s. I thought tinfoil was like the first one, and I thought, oh, I could be wrong, though. I will ask the, the okay, early the 1800s Google. Are, were, okay, the aluminum foil could be traced to early 1900s. Um, they were used for lifesavers. Like, uh, oh, yep, I remember them. Uh, it the was succeeded after World War II by cheaper and more durable aluminum foil, which yep. is still referred to as tinfoil. Yep. Yep. Tinfoil tin dates back to the 18th century. Huh. Nice. How about that? Cool. Interesting. Now, I don't know about the concept of the tinfoil hat, but you can, you, yeah. we can all say that... Um, that Shelly just invented that. <laughs> uh, that what? actually originated in 1927. Cool. Nice. <laughs> that apparently dates possibly to 1962, where it was discovered that tinfoil can block certain um, microwaves. Uh, and, and therein lies the... Uh... Uh, idea that uh, Bombshell just had. So yeah, we, we could say yes. Bombshell originated that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I'll let you guys kind of talk amongst yourselves if there's anything you kind of want to plot out uh, before Peggy comes back. Uh, I will... Can I say something quick to uh, uh, Mr. Arcane? So this is kind of a wild idea, but if it works, we might be able to figure out our Stranger problem. We'll say, Mr. Arcane, are you aware of any other uh, mutants who may have the ability to mimic mutation powers where uh, might be in the service of the United States or the Allies uh, that could possibly absorb the uh, stranger's power and transfer it? This whole concept of uh, the idea of mutants is actually fairly new to me um, and I must say that the Shadow King is probably the first one at least that I have come into contact with that I'm starting to make that connection but that other young boy that was in the con concentration camp Max Eisenhart Eisenheit what about, the, what about the short guy the short hairy guy yeah, him too, yes. Yeah, they all have some similarities uh, I mean, amongst them. I, I, I obviously am a normal human, but I wasn't born this way. Logan? Yes. Yeah, What? whatever his name was. James or Logan. Oh, it's James. Hi, Christy. It, Very short guy. <laughs> we're not meeting tonight, <laughs> if you couldn't tell. These are all different people. <laughs> Hi. But welcome. <laughs> nice to see you. Bye. <laughs> We'll take care. Good okay. luck. Bye. Love you. <laughs> we, uh, she's one of our players from uh, from one of the other groups that I was doing the uh, the playtest for my uh, Everyday Heroes game. So oh. we we were playing on this night uh, up until uh, right before Christmas. So I think she lost track of where we were. <laughs> gotcha. Nice. Well, she's yeah. welcome to join. I know. Yeah, she would be great. Um, oh shit um oh mr arcane so as our powers grow by use 
What about yourself? Is that something you might be able to, uh, as a power set that you might be able to uh, invest in yourself or to uh, train to the abilities of the stranger? Would that be something you would be interested in? I, I certainly would like to share some secrets and hopefully he would be able to share some secrets with me. But unfortunately, I, I'm very concerned about him, to be quite honest. Uh, and as much as I would like to try to pursue that right now, I don't know that that is going to be within my capabilities at the moment. And even if it were, it might take too long. Uh, unfortunately, I think we're just going to have to try to wait things out and hopefully perhaps someone uh, associated with Peggy and Happy will be able to get him back to Camertage uh, and in the care of someone much more uh, adept at the arcane arts than myself uh, to be able to bring his spirit back to his body. I see so out of character, the reason I brought that up was that I was wondering, do we need the stranger's abilities or can we get by without oh, it? No, we can get by without it. That was more just a plot device than anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> But it was a cool plot device. Dang. <laughs> you had a cool power. So... Have you guys ever run into something like that before? Somebody get into your head? Because it happened to me before, back at the, back at the, back in Whitechapel, the sanitarium in, in Whitechapel. The guy jumped right into my head, and made me fight y'all. Really? Yeah. Well, you weren't there yet. Oh wow. How did you? How did you rid this possessing entity? Um. Mr. Arcane, I think, helped I think Mr. to Arcane exercise got him out. it. Yeah. yeah. So he does I have can... some abilities. Like he this. does. Yeah. Well, he can get spirits out of people. Mm -hmm. It's just preventing it from happening is the problem. Mm -hmm. Right. It's. That's right. Yes. And it's it's not completely out of my purview, uh, but it's certainly not my area of expertise. And the fact that I was able to exercise both you and Happy. Has those are the first two times I've ever attempted anything. What like about that. the old guy? Uh, in the Whitechapel, really old guy. Uh, okay, no, sorry. his boss. She points to the stranger. You know the the guy oh, in the, the, old in, guy? the tent, in the tent. Oh, certainly within his purview, but no. I'm... But I mean, does you think he could? I don't know. He has stuff. Yes. What about? Psychic defensive. Maybe he's got fancy hats or something we could wear. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't know. I'm just scared. I don't wanna I don't want to it was it was really not fun. I don't want it to happen again. I would agree. That sounds good. Tank, you're good. Well yeah. No, I was just saying not happening again is good. Oh <laughs> I thought you said I'm good, it ain't gonna happen to me. <laughs> Well, whatever whatever happens, if we do end up going back to Egypt, it's probably going to take us at least what twelve to fourteen hours in yeah. in a flight to get us there. Perhaps during that time period, I might be able to weave some magic and hopefully maybe put some sort of 
uh, resistance on us. Um, but to be honest with you, I'm a bit spent after that last battle that we had. Um, if I could at least catch about six hours worth of sleep, then I might be able to be in a better place uh, to, to do that maybe in our travels back. Can, can you astral travel while you sleep and talk to the Ancient One and ask for some help in this matter? <clears throat> Trying to use our time. <laughs> I should be able to do that, yes. Hey! That's... But I've never done it while flying before. So I'm not really mm -hmm. sure how that works. Well, let's, Hopefully let's... I'll be able to find my way back to my body. Yeah, this sounds like a fun experiment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that's fun for you. Yeah. Why don't you try it? I can't do it. I'll go along as an energy ball. You, you've, you've got monstrous psyche. Why, why don't you try it? Uh, oh. On the bright side, I think he has a, he'll have his silver cord to follow, no? Huh? Or is that That's not a thing in Marvel? Usually the way it works, yes. Okay. Hey. Just thinking. Oh, you did get smarter. Mm -hmm. You sound much smarter now. <laughs> All right, so Peggy at this point kind of comes back and she says, All right, here, here's what I've been able to discern. Whatever it was that this Shadow King Amul Farouk was up to uh, prior to all of this, he has certainly been putting these new artifacts of his to use. Right now, it sounds as though the underworld of Egypt is rearing its ugly head and there are riots going on in the streets in Egypt as we speak. Um, there have been some apparent sightings of supernatural creatures walking the streets as well and I'm sure those of you that have been working on this particular project for as long as you have, won't be surprised to hear that they are mummies. Of course they are. So, it sounds to me like expediency is... Well, these are never the kind of monks that just shave their head and, you know, make beer, are they? Uh, not monks, but mummies. Oh! Yes. Oh, sorry. Mm, yes. And they are the ones that are wrapped in toilet paper, if, if that answers your question. Lammable? Let's hope. But it sounds to me like expediency is uh, is the name of the game here. So, fortunately, we're not too far. Uh, we'll need to get back on the boats and head back over to the mainland uh, in uh, China and hop on a plane and get back to Egypt as quickly as possible. Um, I will attempt to get in touch with Mr. Wagner in the meantime, uh, but we'll get you all on a plane and hopefully set up a meeting point uh, for you to meet with uh, our other agent in Egypt. Well, so much for going dancing and celebrating our victory. Hey, what about a nice little river cruise down the Nile with <laughs> Perot, Herquile Perot? No. No murders? <laughs> no. Yeah, we're going down the Nile, I guarantee you, we're going to be attacked by crocodiles. So they won't even be normal crocodiles, <laughs> they'll be like mummy crocodiles. 
Oh, man, you're giving the GM ideas. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Making a note. Yep. All right, so, Will, uh, we're going to cut to you. Uh, and uh, kind of tell me a little bit about what Will has been doing here uh, in Egypt. I kind of made some of that up, so if you want to go against what I was saying, by all means. Oh, no, that's perfectly fine. Um, Will is on sabbatical from his teaching position at Columbia University, um, where he teaches archaeology, as all right-thinking people do, naturally. Because learning about our past always informs us about the future. Um, this particular case, he was asked by some of his contacts, um, who may or may not be with the federal government, um, to help head up a dig in the Valley of the Kings in Egypt because there was the possibility that the um, the tomb that they had just uncovered may contain uh, the staff of Amon-Ra, which is a potential item of power and of interest. Um, all of his research says that's simply not going to be the case. Um, it's just not here. But Will is familiar with the Valley of the Kings because of an unfortunate incident that led to him having his unique abilities. Um, I think that was in Egypt. I don't remember. Did I put it in Egypt? Pretty sure you did. I thought I did too. I'm just going to pretend I was super clever and I did. So we're going to go with that. Uh, <laughs> so he's currently there with a team. Um, he's got his tent set up and the diggers are currently working the site in question. Um, he is enjoying a midday cocktail, as any gentleman explorer would, um, and seeing what comes of it. It is hot in the Valley of the Kings because, you know, Egypt, desert, all that stuff. So, you know, the normal suit jacket and hat are not on. He's got even shirt sleeves rolled up. You can see his suspenders. It's shocking. <laughs> Absolutely shocking. He's even gone away from wearing the high shine kind of dress shoes to something that's dressy, but, you know, with a rubber sole to for a little bit more traction. <laughs> well, we're going to say that this particular image of him uh, with his sleeves rolled up and at the at the site uh, actually would have happened several days ago. Mm -hmm. uh, and while you were out there taking a little bit of a breather and sipping on a cocktail, um, a dark cloud uh, began to form uh, that particular day. You didn't think too much uh, about it. It doesn't rain often there, but, you know, when the rains come, they tend to kind of come out of nowhere. Uh, but as the dark cloud began to form on the horizon, it began to just encroach uh, on the area and began to kind of come over top of Egypt, the city proper. There was no wind that came with it. There was no rain that came with it. There was just a cloud of darkness that beset itself upon the city. Uh, and which, which city is it um, covering? Cairo. Cairo. Okay, so that yeah. that's a bit to the north of Valley of Kings, so uh, okay. we've seen it coming. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it it's an odd cloud, and maybe odd enough for you to maybe investigate it a little bit further. Uh, um, yeah. And upon 
making the journey into Cairo. Uh, the people of Cairo all began to kind of come out and start looking at the sky and, and, and seeing that there was this cloud, but no wind, no rain. You know, what is this? It was creating a lot of a hubbub. Mm -hmm. This lasted for probably about a day. Mm -hmm. um, and the cloud came, it hovered, and it stayed. And it never moved. You could walk out from underneath the cloud cover, and it was a bright and sunny day. Uh, so it's just else. like a hard line? Pretty much. And you could see the actual like uh, clouds above this one actually moving with the wind and there was a nice breeze and so forth. So this is unnatural to say the least. And then about a day or two after the cloud came, things started happening. There, there were small fights that began to break out in the street. Uh, individuals uh, who were just regular every run-of-the-mill people uh, suddenly just becoming agitated and angry and getting into street fights and stuff like that and then within about 24 hours of that which would have been yesterday you started to see other things beginning to happen lights uh, were going off in different areas and these were unnatural lights green misty kind of formations that would just pop up and usually in places of archaeological interest mm -hmm. uh, and these were maybe some old tombs uh, some statues uh, of ancient Egypt and so forth and you eventually began to see the streets beginning to fill with creatures uh, and just like uh, the movies of the 1930s you started to see mummies uh, coming out of the stonework that surrounds the city uh, mm. and randomly attacking uh, individuals you I'm sure being you know someone who is probably apt to protect the innocent you know maybe found yourself in Scotland in a few battles here and there uh, with these creatures and what was causing it you don't know um, uh, but there is certainly something that is happening and this these riots these fights are breaking out more and more and more you're seeing members of the underworld like you know guys that you know that you know kind of run among like the thieves guild uh, in egypt that you know are rumored to run with with that crowd mm -hmm. are now running the streets and robbing places and being more blatant about their uh their practices and some of them are even utilizing some of these mummified creatures uh in that process Okay, um, so a couple questions. Yeah. Um, first one is for contacts. I didn't know what would be appropriate, mm -hmm. um, but there I'm supposed to have two contacts plus one underworld contact. Um, I will leave them to your discretion as to who, what, where they are. Mm -hmm. um, would any of them be in this area or useful right here? Uh, yeah, quite possibly, I think. Um... 
I would say, and I, I'm going to let you create the name for okay. uh, this particular character, but uh, for the underworld, it, you know, it could certainly be someone that is associated with the Thieves Guild. Now, I have one particular in uh, that has already come into play. I definitely don't want it to be him. But other than that, <laughs> I'm fine with uh, with you having someone within the Thieves Guild. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm a big fan of the mummy. Let's just say that his name is Benny. Okay. It's better that I don't know his last name. Uh. <laughs> now, now, in I'm the sure you were going to go with Aziz. In, in the <laughs> mummy, is that is that the little Weasley guy? That's the little Weasley guy, yes. Okay, all right. That's what I thought. All right. You know, the one who's on the wrong side of the river. Yeah, uh. okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I'm sure Benny is probably um, pillaging to his pledging his black little weasley heart out so let's uh let's see if we can track down benny and um and see if we can find out about his new friends now in the days prior to that when the dark first started showing up um will would have a sneaking suspicion and try to prod the darkness with his um dark force manipulation and hope that it didn't work mm -hmm. did it work um when you say prod what is what is the goal there um i want to know if this is something leaking over from the dark force dimension or gotcha. if this is something else entirely gotcha okay so the energy that you send out uh into that cloud uh it it does not like bond or merge okay. with it uh so it is a different type of energy okay so it's a different type of horrible excellent yes. mm -hmm. <clears throat> um and the other bit prior to this is when people started jumping other people on the streets kind of you know random people started attacking um see if we can get a feel prodding their minds with telepathy on what precisely is causing this mm -hmm. if i can sure. like what is the thought process is there something like pushing them to do it is it something that just you know their pituitary gland got overactivated, or you know, is it a biological thing? Is it a, a mental thing? Like, what what's going on? Got it. Okay, go ahead and make a roll on telepathy. Okie dokie. Ooh, that's a good first roll. Excellent. All right. So uh, with that, um, Ellen, just so you know too, you'll note that I gave you 150 karma points to start out with. Um, and anytime that you want to, you can you can call karma uh, to bump your roll up to the next color level, but you have to do it before you actually make the roll. Okay. Uh, now, for new players, I'm usually always pretty lenient with that. And if you forget, ah, I should have called karma. I'll give you like maybe three times, and like after that, then you then you got to call it beforehand. Um, in this instance, you certainly would not have needed to, uh, and so that's a good roll. What you get uh, is you get two minds. Mm -hmm. uh, with each individual it is that you try to probe uh, to kind of figure out what's going on. You feel the consciousness of the actual individual, but then a secondary driving consciousness that is forcing this uh, to happen. Uh, so it's almost as though uh, they're a split personality. 
uh, and one personality is very afraid and very confused and the other one is very intent and angry uh, and vicious. Okay. So, not going to prod too far into that just because something that's big enough that's moving a ton of people into the city at the same time um could be problematic if it if it got into my brain. Um so let's not let's not do that right now. Um yeah, we're going to find Benny and see what he knows since his friends seem to know some things. Mhm. <clears throat> All right, so you know Benny's kind of usual haunts. Mm-hmm. And you kind of know where to find him. Uh, and he, you uh, go to a little uh, cafe uh, that he frequents. Uh, and it's just a little hole in the wall. And mm-hmm. it's someplace where all of these guys tend to kind of uh, gather. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is kicked back uh, in a corner booth in this particular cafe with two other guys Uh at the table with him. He's got his feet up on the table and he's uh, drinking drinking a big lager uh, and he's got these just looking like he's he's kind of a little tiny scrawny dude mm-hmm. but he's got like Mr. T size chains <laughs> uh, mm. draped across his chest and, the, and you know that normally he doesn't look like that so he's been up to something. Benny's had a wardrobe upgrade. Mm-hmm. Kinda. So I'm going to slide into the booth next to him. How? Okay. So he is a contact of yours. Yes. Is is this a friendly relationship or is it a little antagonistic? It, it's a little antagonistic. Okay. All right. Is he scared of you? <laughs> yeah. Very much so. Okay. Has, <laughs> has he seen you? Um, he hasn't seen the other side, but he has seen a fair assortment of uh, Will's powers. Okay, so, got it. Right. Uh, so he's sitting there and he's just cutting up with these other two guys and so forth. Doesn't even see you coming into the to the place, and then you just kind of slide in next to him, and, and he turns his attention over to you. Take off the hat, put it in the middle of the table, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, ah." <clears throat> uh, well, it's been it's been a while. <laughs> uh, it, ha- it has it has Benny, but it seems you? like it seems like, and call it a hunch, you um, have been up to some things that I would be interested in. Uh, I I really don't know what you mean. Well, this is from um, one of the um, museums of antiquity because I helped acquire this piece for them. This one is from a private collection because I helped acquire this piece for them. And you know what both of these have in common? Neither of them in your house. So. Uh, If it means anything at all to you, I mean, I just, I I found these. Right, right. Um, Right. So items from Pharaoh's tombs from the Second Dynasty um, are frequently left in the gutter. That is true. Um, we could continue to do this dance until you accept that I know more than you. Um, or we could just cut to the chase and not make me ring you like a sponge in front of your new friends. So, which approach would you prefer, Benny? Because I know what I would rather do. I hate it when you make me do things, Benny. I hate it. 
right, it next. upsets me. I tell just... you what, I'll get around. <laughs> it, it doesn't upset me. Just, just so we're clear here, it doesn't upset me at all. <laughs> I just rolled for Benny, and uh, I unfortunately had your uh, character like pulled up, so it looks like you rolled, but that was actually for Benny. Okay. Uh, and he rolled a 39, which is a white on uh, his intuition. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, okay, okay, I know what you're capable of. I, it's, it's fine. Um, exactly. If, if, look, here, why don't, just in good faith, I'm going to go ahead and just give those back to you. I appreciate that. That now, you're... Uh, And you could just call it, you know, that I am doing my service to my city so public a public servant yes through and through i Um, I accept that so in exchange what is it that i could actually do for you so you and your friends seem to know what's going on and they don't seem to be getting affected by the desire to just you know randomly attack people aside from the desire you're feeling right now and your friends are feeling right now toward me although Um, that's not really random that's very pointed and i accept that i've earned that that that's fine those feelings are valid mm-hmm. um we're not going to act on those though oh no no nope, okay not acting no nope. so we're, how we're is good. it that the rest of cairo has lost their bloom and minds but the thieves guild seems to be operating just fine with new charmin wrapped flunkies to help them carry their goods um well you do know who's usually in charge here right do i uh yeah i think so okay being here i think I, at, at least the name amul Farouk is is known. I, perhaps I not the shadow king but right. amul Farouk, yeah I, i'm familiar with with um mr Farouk. um Something maybe you might not be familiar with is the fact that, like you, he's, you know, kind of got some special uh, talents, shall we say. Go on. Um, word has it that he has come into some extra talents. Mm-hmm. And those of us that are in league with the Thieves Guild have been mm-hmm. told uh, to cause as much disturbance and trouble within the community as uh, as possible. And uh, I, you know, uh, there's a little in it for me, uh, which is, you know, good. Um... I think that perhaps Mr. Farouk has his eyes set on something a little bit bigger. Uh, and maybe this is just the beginning of it. So here, here's the part where I know, I know you, Benny. <clears throat> Look, we've been friends for a long time, right? Oh, yes, very long time. Very, yep. I know. Two months Longer than you care to think about, right? Yep. Um, so... I know you overhear things even when other people don't think you do and when you're definitely not supposed to because you find it very useful to be able to trade um, for getting out of pain. Um, So now would be one of those times you trade that. What exactly is he after? What is he up to? 
Um, right now it sounds as if he is uh, attempting to mm, overthrow the government. Of Egypt? Yeah, but you didn't hear that from me. I've heard nothing. Nothing at all. And given what's going on, um, so someone's going to need to put a stop to that, because that's not okay. Um, I would suggest, as your friend, um, foreign travel is probably a good idea right now. And while you guys are having this conversation, his two buddies at the table, mm -hmm. their, their chairs slowly have been scooting backwards. Mm -hmm. And then they are slowly getting up mm -hmm. and slowly walking out of the room <laughs> and their pace is getting a little bit quicker as the further they get away from you. <laughs> We're going to let them wander. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say foreign travels probably probably in your best interest. But you know what? I am not a heartless person. I put some money on the table for him. Here you go. That mm. will cover, you know, a couple rounds of drinks, maybe maybe a nice dinner. Um you are too kind, sir. I I am. I am, aren't I? Um but thank you. Thank you very much for your cooperation. I appreciate it deeply. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> I pat him on the back, get up and head out. <laughs> Um, oh, wait, turn around yeah. and grab my hat. Yep. Then back. <laughs> Do you have uh, someplace in Cairo to stay? Um, while in Cairo, if it was a long dig, um, he would have rented a, um, probably a villa, like just on the outside of the city. Okay. Um, you know, use that, use that university money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would say then, uh, perhaps after this conversation, you eventually kind of find your way back to the villa. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, He would try to stop at the telegraph office first. Okay. And okay. Uh, wire OSS. Okay, got it. All right. Uh, so in that case, then uh, you head to the telegraph office and uh, the clerk that's, uh, that's behind the counter is kind of familiar with you coming in. Uh, and he says, Mr. Wagner, there is a message for you. Oh, wasn't expecting a message. Uh, and he hands you a little envelope that has a telegraph uh, inside. I'll even let the mister slide because, you know, it's important right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is the telegraph? Um, this telegraph actually comes from uh, Peggy Carter. And uh, it actually just came in probably within about the last half hour. Uh, during the time in which you and Benny were having your little conversation. Uh, and she basically breaks down the fact that uh, there is a bit of an emergency that she's going to be sending a team in sending uh, a team oh. mm -hmm, to potentially meet with you. And since she is aware of some of your particular skills, uh, she believes that uh, your ability to touch other people's minds uh, might be of service to this particular group. Uh, I would like to set up a meeting point uh, with you um, within about a block of the Alilat Almadia nightclub. Um... Is there a request or a response requested or no? 
um, just uh, basically a response that you receive the message and you're uh, affirming uh, your ability to meet with the team. I, I will do so. And then I will pause and sniff the telegraph as if it had her perfume on it. <laughs> ah, Peggy. Okay. <laughs> All right. So with that uh, having played out, uh, in the meantime, you guys, the rest of the crew now, has uh, gotten on the ship, gotten back to China, uh, and I assume probably gotten on an airplane and are now making your way over uh, to Egypt. Uh, I'm going to have Mr. Arcane, since he's still not with us, but I did get a message that he's on his way. Um, I am going to make a roll for him uh, to see if there is something that he might be able to do to kind of give you guys a little bit of an edge when it comes to someone trying to pick your brain. 98. Man. I think that he does. Um, so, this is going to, for uh, 24 hours, and he's going to wait until you guys actually get to Egypt, land, uh, and maybe there at the airport conduct this because he knows it's only going to last for a certain amount of time. But for the next 24 hours, uh, each of you will have remarkable resistance uh, against... Uh, it's basically like a side screen, okay? So any sort of mental attack uh, or possession or something like that, you'll have uh, remarkable resistance uh, to that. Um, you're not making any noise, Jeff. The Shadow King might even notice that. <laughs> <laughs> As he breezes elegantly past... <laughs> Better a leaky boat than no boat at all. That's I mean, right. Fair. <clears throat> all right, so you guys arrive. Uh, Mr. Arcane uh, kind of does his little uh, ritual for you all uh, to kind of help protect you. Uh, Peggy had mentioned uh, a particular spot close to uh, the Alilat Almadia. Uh, and this is in kind of the marketplace of uh, of Cairo. You guys had been to the Alilat. Uh, that's where you met the uh, uh, Shadow King to begin with. Um, and I'm going to pull up a little map for you here. Were we provided with um, local uh, attire, or are we just rolling in with uh, Sorry about that. our standard gear? <clears throat> um... I mean, I think you guys probably... Man, I can't... Ugh. This new thing that I've got is great, but it gets in my way sometimes. <laughs> activate. Can we activate it? Activate it. Ah! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> there we go. All right, so now that we're here, i got to pull you to the screen. Let's get you in there. There we go. Now there we are. Okay. Um, so there is a, a an older kind of temple uh, that is not too far away from the um, Alilat Almadia nightclub. And this is where uh, Will 
you had been told to meet uh, mm -hmm. the group. Yes. Unfortunately. You know, when I see that many icons lined up on the top of the screen and I play Baldur's <laughs> State, that's where I just load a save. <laughs> um, by the time you get there, uh, mm -hmm. it, it the streets are active and there are little fights breaking out here and there, but there's nothing too major going on. But mm -hmm. as the night begins to approach, um, the streets begin to fill. And at this point, there is a large group uh, of uh, both thieves and these mummy creatures now that are beginning to fill this particular area. <laughs> Those of you that are in the crew uh, should see yourselves over on the left-hand side of the map uh, on kind of a little bridge-type area. Uh, and uh, Will, you're going to be up at the temple uh, up in this area up in here. Um, you've probably been kind of keeping a lookout for some interesting looking individuals from the description that was maybe given during the, uh, the telegraph. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you probably will be able to at least spot them maybe from the window in that second level of the, uh, of the temple just above you right here. Right. Um, so for the rest of the crew, uh, hey, Jonathan's here. Hey, boys. Hey, good to see you. So we're throwing you into the deep end of the pool, buddy. <laughs> uh, sure, no problem. And just On so the you... bright side, your dice are hot tonight. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I, I, I've been playing you while you've been gone, and you've been doing very well. Now that you're here, I have cursed your dice. Before we actually go initiative, I have to make a quick bio break. Okay, yeah, actually, no problem. Why don't we all do that real quick, and then I can catch uh, Johnny up. I'm going to actually go pee real quick, yeah. too, Johnny, and I'll be right back, and I'll kind of fill you in on what we've been doing. Okay, cool. Dream Slayer Studios presents a wide selection of live tabletop role-playing game campaigns, specializing in fresh new independent games like Tales from the Loop and the Great American Novel, as well as traditional games, such as the original Marvel Superheroes RPG by TSR and Savage Worlds. Our Game Master works hand-in-hand -hand with the players to create one-of-a-kind original stories that are jam-packed with intense battles and in-depth character development that rely on creative and collaborative communal storytelling. So, if you're in the mood for something a little different than the typical Dungeons & Dragons fan, look no further than Dream Slayer Studios' RPG Podcast. Available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere you consume your live play RPGs. So... To kind of describe the scene now that we're back. Um, this is a, a really beautiful area of the marketplace. Most of the marketplace itself is is a maybe a little bit more run down uh, and so forth. But this is kind of a, an area where they have really kind of brought back to the pristine kind of look that Cairo would have had uh, centuries ago. Um, there are plenty of like uh, larger buildings in this area uh, with the marketplace kind of running through it where you can see the tents kind of down on the lower level kind of where I'm scanning around right now um, and you guys would be coming in from the west uh, and you're on this bridge as soon as you're kind of coming across the bridge you can sense it that darkness that was in the air that cloud is still uh, pervading the area uh, so it is dark here, um, but up ahead you can see several 
figures that are uh, kind of ensconced with some of the locals and, and attempting to accost them in different manners. You see thieves running about, but they're not really paying too much attention to you guys at the moment, just kind of darting about hither and yon. It's the mummies right now that are really kind of the force to be reckoned with that are really just going after individual people. Uh, so, with that in mind, uh, Lucas, are you back yet? Okay. We'll come back to him, but I'll go to uh, Will, actually, first, uh, who has the next highest uh, when it comes to initiative. Oh, notes. Um, so, Will is currently kind of up in the up in the windows and sees the folks approaching, right? Yep. Okay. I mean, yeah, they're they're dressed like weirdos. They stand out. <laughs> um, I beg your pardon, sir. Uh, I think I have calendars with people dressed like you. So yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, Will is going to fire up his dark force aura. Um. And so, kind of a, a shimmering veil of dark kind of goes around him. His voice sounds kind of dim and echoey, like he's talking from down a long hallway. And he's going to come out onto the street. All right. And as you come out, uh, there's kind of a walkway that uh, that comes out of the little temple that you're coming out of. Mm -hmm. And not too far from you is one of those mummies. And right. he has uh, a citizen uh, basically in a chokehold and is lifting him up uh, over his body. Oh, no. Um, am I able to do anything else or is firing up that aura? Nope. The uh, that's, that's an automatic there for you. So Okay, cool. Now, um, real quick, let's look mm -hmm. at your fighting. Uh, in this form, you have good fighting, good. correct? Mm -hmm. Okay, that, so it, it's pretty much impossible for you at that level to probably achieve extra actions. Uh, it's all based off of your fighting. Mm -hmm. uh, so one action is pretty much all you would get, but I kind of treat create or, or treat creating that aura as like a bonus action. So okay. you're fine with that. So uh, you do have at least one action that you can make this round. Um, I would like to try to use my telekinesis to grab the person that the mummy has and take them away from the mummy. Okay. You may make that roll. <clears throat> I rolled poorly. <laughs> 27. <laughs> All right. So you, uh, is, is this something that you do any kind of hand movements with, or is it basically just your mind? Um, I feel like there's definitely hand movements and whatever he is trying to move with telekinesis ends up surrounded by the same sort of aura that his dark force aura looks like. Got it. So like kind of shimmering black, um, and, Again, any sound gets kind of muffled and that, you know, that kind of thing. Got it. All right. So you send uh, this kind of web of blackness over top of the uh, of the individual that's being choked mm -hmm. and you you're pulling. But unfortunately, the strength of this mummy is maybe a little bit too much for you, a little mm -hmm. stronger than what you had actually anticipated. Uh, so does no damage to the individual, fortunately, but you're not able to pull them away. Normally, toilet paper is so pliable. 
Uh, from you, then we go to one of the mummies. And uh, let's see here. I think that's is this, this guy. Yeah, it's this guy right here. Uh, so the mummy that is on this uh, rooftop right over here, uh, just north of the bridge where our new guys are coming in, uh, begins to rush towards the bridge, which is actually above the roof that he's on. Uh, and then he, like a spider, bup, 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 just crawls up the side of the bridge uh, and plops himself on top of the bridge and is now facing off against the rest of the group. Did you guys see that? I did. I don't like that. It's creepy. Boris Karloff didn't do that. <laughs> well, that was make-believe. And from there, we're going to go to the human tank. Okay. Which uh, mummy is climbing up the side of the building? Uh, it's the one right here. I am going to tear out a big piece of concrete or sandstone or whatever the temple is made out of and hurl it at the mummy. Knock them off the wall. Alrighty. Make an agility feat. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's not really my strength, no pun. <laughs> it's literally not your strength. Yeah. I think I'm probably going to need to um, spend a little karma on this one. <laughs> Alright, got a green. Uh, and that's on typical, so if you want to get it up to a yellow, it'd have to be an 81. Well, he's uh, got so to spend the 10 anyway. So. Spend the 10. That'll do it. Alright, so that will be a bullseye. And, uh, I can't use a lot of my fighting abilities, uh, which I just paid for, of course. I do still have my, you know, incredible strength behind it and a big, big old hunk of rock. Got it. <clears throat> All right, so that would do uh, forty points of damage. So by any chance, knock him off the wall. With the strength that goes behind that, that is a possible slam. Uh, so we're going to roll his endurance. And he got a four. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, yeah, he just doop, 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 plops down and immediately just gets hit in the face with a <laughs> chunk of rock. <laughs> and he just goes ass over tea kettle and topples over the edge uh, and lands back on the roof uh, from whence he came. Mummy whack -a -mole. And actually slides down the roof <laughs> right there. Uh, and I think, uh, well, he, he's got a little bit of body armor, so the fall didn't actually do any more damage. But, uh, yeah, so nice hey, shot. Bye. We're going to go to Bombshell. All right. <clears throat> um, seeing the condition that the streets were in, I believe that Shelly would have already put her coat on. Yep. And has uh, readied herself up. Um, Distance-wise... Uh, this is within my movement, right? To get yep. to this guy? Yep. Mm -hmm. Alright. Zip right up here to this guy. And uh, we will try to go for a multi-attack. Okay. Um, so we're going to roll on fighting for that. And she has incredible for the purposes of this. That's a 
33. 33. Uh, and did you call Karma, you said? I did not. I did. Okay. That's all right. That uh, should still get you... That gets you one extra action anyway. Okay. So you got two. Okay. And so she will... Uh, she comes up to this thing and... Uh, I don't want to touch it! And... <laughs> Uh, like the boys in basic taught her, she does a, a quick snap kick to the knee. And so we will roll that. Now, do you want to, since you ran up there, do you want to make that a charge? Oh, we can make that a charge, charge yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We'll make that a running kick instead. Good call. So, so it's, still, it's be... still on the remarkable column, but then you will do a little bit extra damage. Uh, so that's two areas. Uh, so okay. that gives you a plus two column shift to the damage. Okay. I, can I add my uh, martial <laughs> arts B to... No, not to a charge, right? Not to a charge. Okay. So we'll roll on Remarkable. Hey, there nice. Nice. Flying kick there. And no karma on that one either, nope, right? No karma. Okay. She has 53 karma right now. Uh, all right. I burn just about everything. So I'm I'm hanging on for important stuff for right now. Um, so... So that does amazing damage, then, with yep. the uh, bonus there. Mm-hmm. All right. And how how did that, uh... How did that do on him? What, did, what was the impact like? We're gonna find out. Oh! oh. <laughs> All right, so that was his uh, endurance roll to see right. if you uh, slammed him. Okay. He stands his ground. You come in with that flying kick, and it hits... And I mean, he's solid. He's not like like a rock, but uh, he certainly stood his ground. You maybe saw him kind of dig in just a little bit, uh, and you know some of the stonework underneath kind of cracks just a little bit when you hit. Uh, but he stood his ground. Okay. Uh, noticeable damage. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yep. Okay. Cool. All right, uh, Mr. Arcane, to you, sir. Okay, so um, the first thing he'll do is take to the air um, with his, uh, let's see, what is it, Remarkable Flight? Yep. Um, and I kind of want to get up high enough that I can kind of look around and see if uh, uh, if there are mummies attacking any other uh, civilians. Okay. And just so you know, I discovered something uh, in playing with my other group. If you right-click on your token, a little menu uh -huh. pops up, and in the top left, uh, there's a, a zero up there. If you click uh -huh. on that zero, you can actually say, I'm going to go up 30 feet or 40 feet. Oh, Type that okay. number in there, and it'll yeah. show you uh, your level of where you are. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll do that. There you okay, go. Plus thirty. Yeah, I yeah. see. Yeah, so he wants to get up high enough that he can get kind of an aerial, like, view, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and see if there's any uh, civilians in like kind of jeopardy. Like I, I know that there was one over here that was being attacked uh, or attacking a person, but were there others that were also attacking people, or is it just that one? The one right over here on the other bridge, well, where the bridge kind of connects and kind of tees off uh, okay. down to the lower right, right there. Mm -hmm. uh, he is uh, 
basically on top of uh, a, a civilian and okay. is grabbing him by his shirt uh, and is attempting to pull him up. Okay. Uh, then I will kind of get in a position kind of over, kind of hovering above and to the, I guess, right of Bombshell. And then I will take a shot at, at this one. With my Eldritch, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Bolt of Bedevilment. Okay. <laughs> not Eldritch Blast. No, not Eldritch Blast. <laughs> different, different game, different game. Yep, yep. Same thing. <clears throat> yep, basically. Yep. Yeah, basically. Especially since this is just arcane force. But I will spend Karma because I do still have some left. And uh, let's see. I think and that's that incredible. That is how Mr. Arcane rolls. That is how I roll. Okay. Cool. All right. I'll spend, I'll spend that 10. That'll put it at 84. Well, you know, I'll spend up to a red because okay. I don't want to risk hitting the um, the guy underneath him. Uh, As you float by, Shelly yells <laughs> up at you, remember your shield? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will. <laughs> uh, and how, and much, so, how much damage does that do? So it's incredible... Uh, incredible 40 because I didn't raise it. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. So you hit him uh, and it hits him with enough force. Is that, and that's the, the green uh, kind of energy. Yes. Yeah. Energy. So, so there's a roar, uh, a tiger roar and uh, a growl. And then a tiger's head streaks off and then, you know, impacts into him, washes over him. All right. So as the tiger head kind of, washes over top of his body it kind of it's not actual fire uh but right. it, it does kind of a light on the bandages that's that he's wrapped up in so now he is kind of lit in this green eldritch flame uh and he with the impact it kind of knocks him off balance a little bit to the point where he lets go of the civilian mm -hmm. that's underneath of him yeah. who then lands and kind of scrambles backwards just a little bit just out of the mummy's reach so you and, and, did succeed in getting him off of him yeah. and if he looks this way i'll be like no no over here this way <laughs> and he does he <laughs> uh, just looks up over in the direction from where that came so yeah he knows you're there now <laughs> there you go. Um, all right. So uh, the rest of the mummies at this point have not taken too much notice of you, uh, except for the ones that are on the bridge. They're with you. Uh, and the mummy that Bombshell just hit uh, is going to uh, now attempt to retaliate. Uh, and he reaches out in a grappling attack uh, to you. Uh, going for your throat. Bad touch. Ooh, you got an 89. Bad touch, bad <laughs> touch. That is, uh, that's successful as far as I know. Do I defend against that, or is that just, uh, that just kind of happens? I can't uh, remember. And you don't have any extra actions, right? I have an extra action, yeah. Oh, you do? Okay, yep. so if you want to attempt to dodge that, you certainly can. You, uh, well, you can either nah. use... Or you I can think block. She's pretty confident right now. Okay. All you right. can block with your strength, gonna... right? And use your strength as body armor, right? Isn't that how blocking works? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she's just. I, actually, I think she's just gonna take it. Okay. And All then right. she's gonna. So that would be twenty points of damage. Okay. 
And I'm assuming that the the uh, coat is not going to help on that. Um, it's a throat grab. Depending on how high that collar goes, it might. I don't think she's got it buttoned all the way up like that. Mm-hmm. It would be a little restrictive. And yep. let's face it, she it wouldn't be fashionable. <laughs> all right, so 20 points, he's got you grappled, so you are okay. within his grasp. Alrighty. Oh, okay, all right. So, uh, Mr. Arcane, the yes. little fella that you sent the uh, the blast at, is going to attempt yeah. to make his way over to you. Now, you're way up in the air. I am. So, let's see here. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So, he's going to end up coming into about right here. Okay. Um, and... As he's coming through the little uh, bridge tunnel uh, there, he reaches around his back and he produces a uh, an ancient sword, uh, which he then rears back and just launches <laughs> in your direction. Okay. <clears throat> and got a green to hit. Okay. And that would do 20 points of damage to you. All righty. What did what did she say? What did she say? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't see that they had any ranged items. <laughs> Technically, so, they don't. <laughs> I, was, I was kind of uh, counting on um, being untouchable in the air. I'm, but... She's never going to stop saying that to you at this point now. I know. <laughs> All righty, that mummy's good. We're going to go here. He's fine. Hasn't spotted you. Hasn't spotted you. What about this dude? That's this guy. Okay, so... uh, The other mummy that is on the ledge. Uh, Lucas, are you back? He's not even logged in anymore. Okay, yeah, he he must have had... uh, They they were having power outages where he was, so... Um, so in, in interest of him not being here at the moment, I'm going to have him coming in towards a human tank. So he also wields a sword (laughs) and he comes in at you with the sword and makes a swipe and got a white. So he misses. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how you blunt a perfectly good historical. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so put a little more turn in the wrist at it. Uh, bring your elbow up more. <laughs> uh, since he's not here, I'm going to go ahead and roll for him just so that he, you know, uh, actually can participate, and maybe maybe he'll be able to sign back in at some point. Um, I'm going to, as Quantum Man, leap over the ledge and come down to uh, the roof that is directly below, but above the mummy that fell off the edge of the of the bridge. Uh, and he's going to take a shot uh, with his energy emission uh, at that mummy. And he got a 16. That didn't go so well. <laughs> uh, extra actions. Um, I think... Shelly. Shelly would be next then, right? Yep. yep. I think she's the only one has got one this turn. Um, okay. So he's got her and he's squeezing and she doesn't like it. It's not the kind of squeezing she's into. 
And so she hauls up her fist and lightning starts playing back along it and she just lets him have it right in the right in the schnoz. Right in the kisser. Right in the non-existent kisser. (laughs) And uh, I will spend a little bit of karma on this because I missing would be lame. (laughs) I mean, drama. Drama's important. You know, we need to have uh, so that is incredible to hit with what you call it, martial arts B. Nice. Oh, sixty-nine! Nice. Hey. 69. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, so with the automatic success that you get, uh, uh, you know this is the best thing that you can possibly get. Will you're going to get used to this? Uh, sixty-nine and one hundred are the best rolls that you can possibly get. If you get three of them during the process of one play session, you get a wish. Uh, So, uh, Bombshell, you have that nifty little ability of the chain lightning, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you didn't say you were using that, so I was going to let you just punch this guy and blow his head off if need be. But since you got 69, I got to give you a little something extra. I was (laughs) thinking about lining it up, but then I was like, eh, I really want to punch him. (laughs) <laughs> so if she could come in with like a hook and punch the lightning through him and into the next guy. I think that sounds like a winner to me. Uh, so you come in with a hook, uh, hit him in the side of the head and your fist lights up with that electrical energy and just, and his head just goes and just explodes. Uh, and you send that lightning bolt right on into the next mummy that launched his uh, sword at Mr. Arcane. Uh, giving him a little bit of payback as well. Yeah. You successfully take both of these guys. Hands out. off my Hank, damn it. <laughs> Darn it. Oh, boy. I'm going <laughs> to not hear the end of that one. No, you're not. Never. And now we'll go back to the top of the round, uh, which technically takes us back to Quantum Man. I'm going to give him a second shot uh, to uh, hopefully redeem himself. Uh, and give another little energy emission. That's much better. Much better. Uh, doing 40 damage to the mummy that is below him, uh, which takes him way down, but not quite dead. Um, and that's an energy... Actually, that'll probably be a plasma kind of attack. So we're going to say that mummy is on fire. And we will go then to Will. Okay. So, that should have worked last time. Will's a little irritated. Um, so this time, I would really like him not to choke this guy to death right in front of me. Um, so I'm gonna call Spending Karma, and I'm gonna try the same thing again, because, you know, that's what you do. This time with feeling. There you go, 78. Okay. Alright, now we're talking. Mucho gusto. You gotta so spend, spend at least ten. Yep. Uh, and if you want to get it up to a red, you certainly can. How much is it to, for um, red? For incredible, you would need a ninety-one. So I'm already at an eighty-eight for the ten I have to spend. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's silly not to. So I'll I'll spend the other three. All right. All right. So with this, the energy that's still swirling around him, you give it another little tug and mm-hmm. pull. Uh, and what's the power rank on that? Is that incredible? Incredible. Okay. Mm -hmm. So 
this mummy has been in the ground for quite some time. He's mm-hmm. deteriorated quite a bit. So you pull, and it pulls his hand directly off. Oh, bloody it. hell. <laughs> <laughs> is the hand still squeezing at that point? No, or it's is it not done still squeezing. Okay, that's it's good. done squeezing. So. <laughs> Uh, but you do a little bit of damage to the uh, to the little mummy there. Cool. So. We'll go ahead and put that person in the building behind me. All right. All right. So we go to our next little mummy, which is the one that is on fire. <laughs> and he then scrambles up the roof uh, towards Quantum Man and just tries to give him a big hug while he's still on fire. I'm going to make a grappling attack. Got a green, and let's see here. Does he have any resistances to that? Energy absorption, but it only works in doppelganger form. Yeah, he's got to switch forms. Mm-hmm. Which he'll probably do as soon as he gets a chance. Yeah. But he got his orders of operation wrong. Defense first, <laughs> then <laughs> offense. Yeah, yeah. All right, so he is going to take just 10 out of that because it's not he's not really like completely ablaze uh, from that little mummy we go to tank okay so this is I believe was the start of a new round I'm gonna try for a uh, bonus action okay so that's what my fighting. Uh, plus your martial arts. Uh, is it A or B? I always forget. I have, I B. have both. So B yep. gives you the column shift. Yep. So you roll on the remarkable column for martial arts B. Okay. Let me see what I rolled. No. Oh dear. Did you call karma? Oh, I did not. <laughs> uh, so that's one action at minus three column shifts. Oh. Ow. Brutal. I tripped over my own treads there. I'm going to do what I do best, which is that uh, grapple now, since I have a three-column shift bonus. There you go. The combination of uh, wrestling and martial arts grappling that I took. Uh, so I'm just basically going to try to give him a big old bear hug. All right. Crush him. So that, I believe, is based what... What would it normally be? Is you said it was based off my strength? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. So incredible plus three column shifts and minus three column shifts is incredible. Right, back to incredible. And I guess I like want to spend some karma because I better succeed at this one. There you okay. go. 37. Will not make it yellow. Um, how much do I need to make it yellow? On incredible takes you to 61. I ain't spending 30 points on that. <laughs> Go for a green and crush with my strength, which All is right. one pricey. Sounds good. That should do amazing damage if I understand correctly. Yep. Oop, oh, wrong way. And it still didn't get them below half. No, there we go. I, I just clicked the wrong button there. <laughs> it oh, did, it did take him down a little more. All right. So you grab hold and give him a nice little bear hug and romance is in the air because now the human <laughs> and quantum man are in a deep and loving embrace uh, with their individual mummies. <laughs> uh, Shelly. All right. She's going to glare at Hank for just a moment. 
But she's not going to say anything. Because she's a good girl and she doesn't say those kind of things. What he's hearing in his head, the look, says a thousand words. I thought I was out of reach. <laughs> All right. So how far down is this, this mummy down here? Uh, about ten feet. All right. So Shelly, um, seeing as how she's kind of got this is broken right here, looks like. Oh, and actually, I take that back. He's up about ten feet from the oh, okay, look of, cool. look of that. Um, so. so I could probably make that as a jump with um, with my strength, I would mm -hmm. think. Yep. So she's gonna take a running start and jump right up to right up to here where he's at. Um, I don't know if we can treat that as a charge or not. Yep. That'll it? be a okay. plus one column shift for you. All right. So let's jump up here, one column shift, charge. Uh, but I am going to try again for, uh, for what you gonna call it first though, I said I was going to spend karma before and I didn't take the karma off. So I need to do that before I forget. Okay. So that was 10 points. She's not 43. Mm -hmm. Uh, also a healed for four hit points. So 104. And, um, yeah, we're going to go for the old multi-attack thing. Oh no! Nope. So we're at minus three on, yep. this, on this charge. So that's going to be at what? Good. Yeah. Oh no! No typical. No typical. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and eat this one. There you go. All right. Hey. Still hits. <clears throat> so one column shift on damage will be. 40. All right. It would have been hilarious if she missed and gone right over the edge uh, on the other side. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll be back. All right, Mr. Arcane. Okay. Uh, so. Now I really want to not do it, but. Um, so he'll look back over his shoulder um, uh, kind of in this direction to probably find that sword that probably landed on the bridge after it sliced his, you know, like across his shoulder. Yep. And I'll reach back with my um, uh, magnetism, my energy control magnetism, mm -hmm. and I'll bring that sword up and, you know, kind of crush it, you know, to make uh, some particles that I can whip around in a shield for myself. Got it. Uh, so there'll be a, a cloud of, you know, I'm, because surely it's probably somewhat brittle, um, and, uh, make a, uh, a magnetic shield around me. Okay. Uh, and that's what he'll do. Uh, and I'll move a little further and go a little higher up so that I can kind of see what's going on kind of in this, you know, area over here. Okay. Because I can't imagine I can see that from where I was. And you're at, at 30 feet, you're at about the level of the tip of this roof right here. So if I'm, you go up I'm, a little bit higher, that would yeah. get you a, a bird's go up eye to view. 60. And that should get me a little better vantage point, maybe? Yeah. So right. he just kind of wants to be able to see what's happening. All right. So down in the kind of uh, marketplace area here... Uh, uh -huh. there, there's actually only one mummy 
uh, and you can just kind of barely see him over the roof uh, right in here. Uh, but then there are three more. And I said, you know, only one mummy. There is another mummy over here. <laughs> but he looks like a little bit more of a royal type of mummy. And he's like... Which right one? Here, this one right here. Oh, and okay. It, this one. If, if you haven't figured it out yet, if you hover over, you can actually see the yep. bigger picture yep. of them now. Mm -hmm. uh, additionally, you see another familiar face down there, and that's this guy right here. Ahmed... Oh, Jafar. right. Uh, he yeah. was your initial contact when you met the Shadow King uh, to mm -hmm. begin with in that first adventure. Uh, just up the steps from him, though, is another individual. Oh, and I'm going to have you make an intuition roll first. Okay. Okay. Seven. Okay. Right. Now I'm also going to have you make a reason roll, adding your um, occult knowledge to that. Okay. So on the amazing column. No, no, no. Okay. Amazing. Cool. Okay. Yellow on that as well. Okay. Two things. Yes. Number one, with the occult role, uh, you recognize the garb that is on this particular individual. Uh, he's dressed completely in white, uh, and he has what looks like like a bone, like almost crow-like mask over top of his face. Uh, and then there is a crest of a moon uh, that is on his chest. Mm -hmm. um, you have heard of avatars uh, for members of the pantheon of the uh, Egyptian uh, uh, mythos. Mm -hmm. uh, and this particular visage that he is presenting is that of Khonshu. Uh, and <laughs> Khonshu uh, has one particular avatar that he calls his own uh, and the rumor around the mill is this individual is often referred to as the Moon Knight okay well now, yep. Sorry. the additional thing the other role that I had you make with the intuition was to notice something particular about this individual he has something around his neck just above that crest of the moon. And what you see is very familiar to you because you had your own little mitts on it not too long ago. Oh, no. He wears the amulet of Pazuzu. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay, so first good news, then not so good news. Uh, okay. We, we may have another problem. He shouts down to his allies. <clears throat> I'm going to check it out in a m moment. But he doesn't move anymore. I mean, that's you know what he does. All right. So we're going to move to uh, one of the mummies. And that's the mummy that is by uh, Will. Uh, you've ripped his prey away. Uh, and he watches him fly away from him as his hand goes along with him. <laughs> and he comes after you with, with, the, with the stub <laughs> and is coming in to whop you on the head uh, with it. Actually, he reaches behind his, his neck to grab for the sword, thinking that he's <laughs> grabbed it, <laughs> and just comes back with, with, the, uh, with the hand. 
you're or with the non-hand. Well, it just looks like you're embarrassing both of us. You know that, right? <laughs> you're you're embarrassing both of us. Uh, and he's going to make a little attack. Got a green to hit. Okay. Uh, and I don't think you've got a dodge at this point because I do not. Uh, you did your action. Yep. So uh, you're going to take ten points of damage from uh, the dark force aura should eat that. All right. Sounds good. All right, so we go nom, to nom, nom, nom. our next mummy. Bombshell, this one's yours. Hey! Um, uh, I forget what you did. Did you... you uh, did... I did another charge, so it was charge. basically okay. a, a jumping charge kind of thing. All right. Guess, you... Think of it as like a flying knee, I guess. Yeah. Did you get a, gr a green or a yellow with that? It was a green. Okay, all right, so I didn't uh, uh, slam him. I didn't nope. check for that, so... Okay. Um, I'm lucky hit it all. So you come up, give him a wallop, uh, and uh, he basically takes both of his hands and then he rakes it uh, down your front. That's dirty. I mean, look, man. <laughs> well, more bad uh, touching. 50, nice. More bad touch. Uh, yeah, 58 to hit. hit. Uh, and... Uh, with that, you do you get twenty points of slashing damage on that with the claws. Well, there goes the outfit. I guess I will be buttoning up the coat. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! All right, next mummy. I mean, let's be real. That that was didn't have the most structural integrity to begin with. That's this guy. All right, so, um, Will, mm -hmm. two, three, four, five, six, seven. The other mummy that is on the bridge now comes rushing in your direction. Oh, dear. Uh, and throws a shoulder uh, at oh, you, no. making, making a charging attack. This might make me sad. And no, it won't. Misses <laughs> and misses. Nope. Runs into the door uh, <laughs> directly behind you. Just shut the door behind him. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, just later. kind of looks at him, looks at him go by and go, you are also embarrassing both of us. <laughs> and then last but not least, the mummy uh, that is in the uh, human tanks, loving embrace, uh, head butts <laughs> the tank. <laughs> <clears throat> It's going to shatter his skull. <laughs> like a green to hit, uh, and he does 20 points of damage. What is your uh, uh, armor? Uh, incredible. Incredible. Except for against like sonic or acid, which is much lower. So if it's right. just normal impact damage. Then... Oh, he does acid damage. You didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he rears back and goes and hits you right in the face and crushes his own skull. Yeah. yeah, there it is. <laughs> Come on. Um, does anybody have any extra actions? I failed miserably at that uh, discernment. Right. Yes, me too. Rocket, um, get away from my computer. The mummy that was with Quantum Man, uh, unfortunately the fire was too much for him. He had only health, four health points left, so uh, the fire ends up burning him out and he turns to dust. Uh, so at this point, we go back to Quantum Man, uh, who is going to go into energy form uh, and then float uh, across the ravine 
over to this area here. I guess I'm going to put him about 20 feet up. Uh, and he's going to take a blast at uh, the mummy that is below him. And a 56 to hit, so does 40 points of damage there. All right. Will. Okay. So here's the idea. <laughs> the guy who just ran past... <laughs> Love um, when it starts that way. Here's the right. idea. So here's the shenanigans. Um, the guy who just oh, ran dude. past me, I would like to grab him with telekinesis and kind of pick him up and go, oh, 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 on the guy who's right in front of me. <laughs> All right. I will spend karma. <laughs> AFK, just a moment. Okay. Uh, and if you want to get that to a yellow, okay. uh, you're going to get it to a 61. So, so I need 30. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. We'll get that to yellow. Okay, and then that would be... I'm going to treat that like a slam. Okay. Uh, so that's a potential stagger uh, for both of these guys. Yeah, that's a stagger. That's not oh. a stagger. Now, which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, the stagger is the guy that's actually standing. Uh, okay. The non-stagger is the one that you actually have suspended in air. So essentially, he's pretty much not able to do much himself. Okay. Um, and what's your uh, power rank on that? Incredible. Okay. Alrighty. So, next question. Mm -hmm. um, how far down is it when you go off the side of this? It looks like quite the plummet. Off of that area that you are on right there, I would say that's probably about 40 feet. Yeah. I meant more the kind of darker area, mm -hmm. right? Like in this area yeah. here. Yeah. That's probably what I'm guessing is about 40 feet there. Oh, that's 40 feet? Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. And that mummy still is oblivious to what's going on. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Can Moon Knight really see? Not from his vantage point. He might be able to see Mr. Arcane. So I'm going to give him an intuition roll. He sees him. Cool. Look, you're making friends. <laughs> I, I'm a friendly guy. You know. Oh, my... and actually, he's got this. <laughs> Which he rolled lower on, <laughs> but that's uh, that's danger sense, and he is going to. Let's see, he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Okay, so he darts across uh, the marketplace and hits the uh, entrance to the tunnel that goes underneath the bridge that you guys are at, but then crawls up the side uh, and ends up on top of the roof uh, here. Um, okay. And you are at about, what's your height, 60 feet? 60 feet, so I don't okay. know. So a little bit higher than the roof, I guess, but probably not that much. And he is going to throw uh, a bola at you uh, in an attempt to kind of grapple you and hopefully maybe bring you down. Got a 32 to hit. Okay. Um, now, uh, we're in a new round, so if you want to... I don't can't remember if you can do extra actions or not, but... 
Um, my fighting's generally not good, at, that great. Mm -hmm. Um, my fighting's only good. Good. Let me look. I think we did a thing where you did Excellent. multiple spells in a round. Yes, I can, but I don't know if I can do that like in a reaction sort with, of situation with your excellent fighting uh, uh -huh. to get an extra action is a remarkable level feat so you would have to get a yellow to get an extra action uh, mm -hmm. so it's a risk for sure because if, uh -huh. if if you get a white and get it up to a green you're not going to fail but uh -huh. you, you don't get the extra I'll action hampered yeah uh -huh. <laughs> um uh, no, well, it's, it's just a, all right, so as he's floating there, he sees this item coming at him, and it looks like, what, a bola? Yeah. I mean, oh. just a weighted rope on each side? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah, I, I'll just, uh, rely metal? on my shield, hopefully, to... To, to hopefully uh, block that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to, to, to knock it aside, hopefully. Mm -hmm. So, I'll Or add it to your it. shield if it's metal. <laughs> And yeah. what is the uh, what is the shield strength? Uh, it's uh, excellent. It's twenty. Excellent. Okay. All right. Yeah. So the bullet itself does good damage. Uh, so that's not enough to probably break through that. So uh, it glances off your uh, your shield. Okay. Oh, but now he's close, so I don't have to go over there. <laughs> that's right. All right, tank. Okay, I'm going to try for multiple actions again. One thing is, I'm running out of all these near me. I'm going to have to move and hit myself in the hit. So I'm going to make a roll, and this time I'm going to be using Karma. This is a remarkable roll. Woohoo! There you go. Did you make it red? I think it might. Remarkable. Not quite. How much um, did you get a red result? 95 to get it to a red. So I need to spend 13, I can do that. So I've got a red result. Means I can make three actions? Yep. Okay, let me think here. Um, and your max range, if you if you ran, would put you just right here at the edge of the, uh, underneath the roof right here. Yeah, well, there's still a mummy hassling bombshell over yep. there. Mm -hmm. And there's that Moon Knight guy on the other side of the roof, but I might not be able to see him. Yeah, I can't see him. So, I think I'm going to be a gentleman and help out Bombshell. So, my first action is going to be to move and I guess probably jump, or if it's can be done as part of a move, try to basically I'm trying to get to there. If that's one mm -hmm. move, moving a jump, you can yep. jump. No, you're good. You can get there. You know, with uh, endurance. Incredible endurance. Mm -hmm. And so that will be my first action, or can I also attack as part of that action? You can also attack. So if you want to make that a charge, you can do that. I'm going to make that a charge. And so that's going to use my endurance. Uh, yep. And what bonus do I get for the charge? Uh, th that'll be bonus to damage, so uh, that'll be plus three column shifts to damage. Well, let's see if I hit. Yes. Yes. Owie. Mm. And so that will be. Go, bye bye. That should be incredible, amazing, monstrous, unearthly damage. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. So, and bombshell, you. Results on a slam, I think it also goes flying. 
Yeah. Oh, well, actually, even better than that. <laughs> Bombshell, you're in fisticuffs with this dude. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like a freight train, <laughs> uh, just a cannonball uh, of uh, the human tank comes blasting through and literally blasting through the mummy who just explodes in a powdery dust in front of you. If only he'd been full of candy. <laughs> don't, don't, don't breathe yeah, that in. That causes... Worst pinata ever. <laughs> Curse of the mummy. Don't breathe that in. That's a fungal infection. You don't want that. <laughs> All right. So, Tank uh, did his first attack. So we go to uh, Shelly. Okay. Um, thanks, Tank. She's buttoning herself up. Um... So this is above where they are is above this, right? You said it it's about ten feet that. above that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is that about at this level? Uh at about the lower portion of the roof, yes, you'd be able to jump across there without much of a problem. Okay, so she's gonna jump over here. Kind of like, you know, hop skip jump. And you gotta say parkour when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> parkour, parkour. <laughs> and then she goes face first into the room. <laughs> Just whoosh. And, uh, yeah, and then she'll go up to the top so she can see what's going on. Oh, there's a there guy you. right there. Oh, yeah. What do I need? Uh, that would be an, an intuition check to notice that he's wearing the amulet, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to fail that miserably, but we're going to go ahead and do it anyway. Yep. yep. <laughs> no clue whatsoever. So she did she see him throw stuff at Hank, though? Probably not, because you had your back to Hank when right, that happened. Right, right. Okay, so... Can I tell if he's a mean boy or a good boy? <laughs> he, I can't he, really he, tell, can He I? don't look too friendly. He doesn't look friendly? <laughs> I don't know, he's wearing white. Good guys wear white. I know. It's a little... Mm, <laughs> you know what? Let's do another initiative. We'll do another intuition roll. I'm gonna it. Oh, there you go. What's the vibe I got on him? What do you think? You think uh, she's like, no, nope, there's something wrong in the way he's moving forward. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's looking boy. aggressive for sure. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's wearing a bird skull mask. I mean, yeah, that's, that's not, not friendly. Not, that's like not some glad kind of to see doctor us. Shit. That's not yeah. cool. All right. So then she will roll down here. Possibly literally. <laughs> um, she's got to get rid of those heels. Um. <laughs> Should be flats at least, right? Like I mean, she really tall boots. It's it's kind of time. She's she'll, <laughs> yeah. she'll she'll figure it out eventually. Um. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and roll for multi attack again, and hopefully not get a white this time. Hey, hey, hey. much better. Um, but this guy does look like a like a living person, so uh, we're not gonna go too ham on him. Uh, we're gonna go with a regular, regular punch. Because she doesn't want to necessarily kill or cripple somebody unnecessarily. Um, so then, incredible. 50, that's a hit. Okay. At least in theory. And how much damage? Uh, that would be 30. Okay. Alright. Pretty, pretty solid punch. All right, so you give him a clock on his uh, on his beak, uh, which knocks it a little bit off kilter. Uh, you don't see the face underneath, but a voice comes out and, he, and it says, 
<laughs> oh, my dear. I remember you. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> she remembers him, too. <laughs> yeah, you know that voice. <laughs> uh-uh. You stay out of my head, you bad man. <laughs> All right, Mr. Arcane. Okay. Don't worry, I think the shields will hold. And uh, he's possessed. And so he'll uh, kind of hover there um, a bit higher so that he gets a line of sight. And he'll start, and I mean, this is all happening in the same moment, but he'll um, uh, 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 entreat uh, Agamotto and he'll say by the blazing uh, truth uh, of the all-seeing eye, I cast you out again. And he'll try and um, use uh, uh, the aspect of Agamotto to um, completely dispel an illusion, charm, or other mental influence over a character, yep. which I'm hoping will give this guy a shot at shrugging off Pazuzu. Uh, Moon Knight's got a pretty decent psyche, if I recall correctly. It's not bad. Who knows which one this is? That's <laughs> true. So, you know, this is in the this is the in 40s the forties too. 40s. So who even knows? Um, I mean, even if it was modern day, who knows which one this is? I mean, that's right. true. Well, exactly. Any number of them could be in there. Uh, <laughs> so I'll so I'll spend karma for that, and um, so. Uh, all right, so that's a green. I'll spend to get a yellow. Um, that's uh, on my remarkable. It's remarkable is my uh, entreaty mm -hmm. um, for Agamotto for the Vishanti. Okay. Um, okay. Ugh. Okay. And oh, well, okay. He, all right. Never mind. He also <laughs> spends a little bit of karma <laughs> to get him up to a red. Because he ain't he ain't going that way he ain't again. Going nowhere. Uh, and you basically attempt the same kind of ritual that you had done to oust Pazuzu from uh, Shelley uh, before. Uh -huh. uh, and this time, uh, the, the, the mask that had shifted ever so slightly shifts back, and it now begins to move as he speaks. Uh, and he says, Oh, <laughs> the magician that wants to be an exorcist. I'm stronger now. Let's see what you're made of. We'll see. We'll see. All right. All right so, spend my 10, because that puts it in a yellow. Uh, the mummy that was staggered uh, spends his the, his action to get up. So, uh, he's not able to actually make an action this round on you. Uh, we go to the one with Quantum Man, uh, who can't reach him, um, but he doesn't really know any better, and he takes a running jump and leaps and falls off of the edge <laughs> down into the chasm below. I've chosen like, poorly! <laughs> <laughs> like Keystone Cops up in here. 
the second mummy with Will, however, mm -hmm. the one that uh, uh, you've got kind of suspended in midair, mm -hmm. is going to attempt to try to use his strength to kind of force himself out of whatever this energy is that's around him. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I got a 99. I'd say that uh, probably works. And he rests, <laughs> he rests himself out and then ends up on the ground in a crouched uh, position. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's his full action for the round. Um, our living mummy up at the top of the steps now has become aware of kind of what is going on and he begins to make his move uh, in an attempt to try to reach you guys. Now, let's see, can he do anything that would get him up there? Not really. So he's going to take the long way around. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, which is basically going to put him in the tunnel uh, over here. Say, I don't think I want him to come my way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Ahmed uh, Al Jabbar goes up to the top of the steps. Uh, right here and is looking like he's guarding this area. Those of you that know the area know that this is the uh, bar uh, that you guys are looking for for uh, the Shadow King. So the Alilat Almadia is right here. Um, and I think that takes us to the end of that round so anyone with extra actions would go and I think that takes us to tank, right? So I think Tank has a thousand left. Yeah, Tank's got at least one, and I have. I think Tank one? has. I think Tank has two more. Yeah, I think okay. Tank's got two more. So, what did Wizard, I, get? I think you're up there, buddy. Was that eighty-eight mine? No, that was not it. Uh, so I still have two actions left to go. Yep. Well, I think I'm going to take a big old jump and try to follow Bombshell to deal with this Moon Knight character. All right. Hopefully the roof will not crash under my weight. <laughs> oh, no. Stop destroying cultural artifacts. <laughs> it's okay. We're just going to take them back to Britain anyway. Really? Oh, damn. Different character. I mean, this, is like, this has got to be at least the second ancient temple we've destroyed. I mean, this guy's an archaeologist. I think it's the same. I think it's the same thing. Uh, excuse me. I work at Columbia. That, they go back to New York. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and then you loan okay. them to the UK. So, That's correct. Um, as for my third action, if no one else has, has a has a second action. Oh well, um, well, this would actually be your second because you're you're just moving. Right, uh, this is this my point, second. So. And what I'm saying is, I I if no one else has a second, I'd like to move to my third. Otherwise, everyone else get their second. Oh, well, well, you can no, do no, something no, else besides. You, you should do, do something. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, but, what I'm going to do is what I usually do: punch, punch. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you so can hug him. He looks lonely. <laughs> well, when you've got a hammer, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So I'm going to that. My fighting is normally excellent. It goes up to remarkable because of my martial arts. Um, yeah, I probably want to. Don't want to. Well, I have another action coming. I can afford to miss, but I didn't. Okay. So that's Sixty. Just a straight up, you know, whack in the in the in the skull. All right. So whack, whack in the beak. 
So how much damage does that do? It should do incredible damage unless there's some other modifier going okay. on. All right, so uh, he sees that one coming and kind of dodges just a little bit, but you still clock him. Uh, maybe don't get the full effect on that, uh, but mm. you hit him. You're faster than your little uh, toilet paper buddies there. <laughs> uh, and Shelly, then it comes to you. Okay, uh, Shelly, much to my surprise, made a connection mentally. Um, and realized that Pazuzu is in this guy, which means probably has something to do with the idol. Mm -hmm. Or amulet, I guess they were calling it. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to assume she sees it, but she is going to look now. Never mind, she doesn't <laughs> see it. So. She yeah. tries to look, and the beak just keeps poking her in uh, the eyes. She's like, what? I don't even. It's so distracting. It. Who, I mean, can he even see? This is this is just a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and help tank. This guy seems really tough. Um. Cause I I whacked him real good before, and he barely budged. Um. So I'm gonna go ahead and give him the real deal. Also, it's Pazuzu in there, and I hate him. <laughs> so maybe not the most considered approach. So, yeah. We will make with the punching. We're going to do the whole lightning strike punch. All right. Right to center mass. Ironically, right next to the amulet of Pazuzu. <laughs> right? I'll just hit that funny looking necklace in the middle of his chest. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, okay. How much damage? Uh, it would be mon it would be eighty monstrous. Okay. Oh, oh. oh. she fired up the iron fist. Oh yeah, no, she's not messing around. Pazuzu took her for a ride, yo. All right, so you rear back, light up your fist, and ow, hit him full force. He moves once again. He's fast, uh, and. You hit him, it doesn't hit the amulet, it hits him in the left shoulder. Mm. Uh, and he rears back just a little bit. Wow. And then he comes back and he's like, <laughs> That's the best you've got, my dear. I've seen it. Yeah, but Good I can keep, I can do this all day. <laughs> Good old Captain America roll with the impact. Uh, and then tank, I think you've got a third action. Yep. Okay. We are going to um, try to just basically smash him off the uh, roof and uh, going to be spending karma on that. It's basically just a... I, can I do a slam without a charge? Um, you With your blunt uh, attack, uh, it, you can slam with a yellow. Okay, that will work then. I'm just looking at what my actual... So I still get my bonus on... Uh, plus one CS to fighting when engaged in all combat. So this is just post. I'm going to spend karma. Oh, look at that. Oh, oh my there word. You go. That's actually okay, a potential 100, stuff. 108. I blew past the charts. 
and the Moon Knight has exhausted all of his extra actions, so he can't dodge that one. Does that increase damage, getting a red result? It does not. Darn. Uh, but it's a possible stun, so that that could be good. We're going to roll for a stun for him. And as the GM, I don't have to call for karma, but I'm calling for karma. <laughs> <laughs> I know has to. You don't have that much karma. All right, so he's got to get that up to a 66. Um, oh, a yellow, a yellow saves him from a stun? Uh, well, I think it does save him from a stun. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he gets just staggered for one round or something? Uh, not even a stagger, I, I don't think. think. No. The red result, mm-hmm. I don't do a slam. It's either a stun or a slam. It it's, well, it's a, it's a stun for the red. Now I'm rolling a second time now for the potential stun. Uh, no, or no. Slam. no or wow. Slam, sorry, no, no slam. <laughs> Whoa. Man, he dug in. Dude um, is yeah, wow. rock solid. Okay, this is some shit right now. I'm just saying. And yeah. you did incredible damage with that, right? Yep. All right. You're whittling down. You're tough. This could be fun. Slam my <laughs> fists together. Clang. Aww. All right. Back to the top of the round uh, to Quantum Man. Uh, who has now spotted uh, Will over here, uh, and he's going to float in your general direction. Uh, What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you see basically this blue energy form uh, that is now coming in your direction. He's going to take a shot uh, at the mummy that uh, is on the ground gets 52. I'm not even gonna have to worry about damage on that because he's only got four health points left and he takes that one out. Uh, So then we go to Will now. Well, the blue fairy just showed up to make Pinocchio a real boy. Mm -hmm. My God. I had to look up to make sure that happened already. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, it was what, 38? Is that right? Uh, Pinocchio was 1940. 40, okay. Um, Okay, yeah, this is no good. Um, So the guy who I used as a battering ram earlier, I would like to try to grab with my telekinesis again. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to spend karma because I need this to work again. Good thing I did. Yep, uh, and that's incredible. So you need a thirty-one. So I so, need to spend eight. T- uh, ten. ten. Uh, you got a ten. Oh, I'm sorry. Got, got ten minimum, ten. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will do that. Okay. So I got him. Grab. I would just you... like to throw him as far as I can over in uh, this direction. Got it. Which which way are we going? Sorry. Uh, to to the right of the screen. Okay. Near the tunnel up there. Or the yeah, pretty much. Bye. I mean, if, <laughs> if we can try to bowl this dude over in the process, let's do that. Okay, actually, sure. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I can see him. Mm-hmm. Do Do I need to roll something to try to bean him or? Uh, make an agility roll. Okay. Oh, that's good. That'll be it. All right. All right. So you launch him across. Uh, he goes flying. He hits the other mummy. He the one you threw, 
explodes in a uh, cloud of dust Excellent. Uh, and hits the other one. And that was a yellow, so we're going to see. That's a possible slam for him. Make a remarkable feat there. It throws him back uh, one area. One, two, three, four. And actually, that puts him up against the wall right here, which will add another 10 points of damage to him. Yay! So he's right there. Okay, now I would actually like to try to move. All right. Um, how far can I go? 15 squares. Okay. One. Oh, I clicked on the wrong thing. Get off that. I think it works out to 45. There we I go. can't remember. How many feet does it work Let out to? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I can't really see 12, 13, 14, 15, I think. Yeah, that, that looks looks good. Okay. Yep. Actually, maybe one back about right Okay. There. I, mm -hmm. I had trouble seeing where the squares were on the stairs. Yeah, it gets a little dark there, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. See that mummy? Okay, the one you just hit and, and sent into the wall mm -hmm. uh, goes next. Uh, he's going to spend this round basically getting up because he, he can't really do too much more. So then we go to human tank. Well, I'm still in a good position to do some wackening, so wackening I shall do. <laughs> Gotta get this guy to, you know, finally realize he is outmatched. I am going to just kind of do a double-handed, you know, smash right into him. I will spend karma on this one. Ooh, Oof. a lot of karma. Apparently, <laughs> a bunch of karma. So you need a 36 there. So, 32. Jeez. Expensive. Oh, I need to spend 32 karma. Okay, I spent mm. 36 karma. Oh, sorry, you know. I've spent it in any event, so at least I got a green out of it. So that should be more incredible damage. Yeah. Okay, incredible. Yep. And you just took it up to the to the first green, right? Yep. So with his dodge, I thought he couldn't dodge. We're still in the same round. No, no, we're we're new round. Oh. Yeah, new round. Did, you, yeah. Do, do you want to do extra actions since you since you didn't know? I'll let you do that. Yeah, and I'm okay. karma on that too. All right. Sure. So that's another ten. I don't think sixty three gets me a yellow though. Right. But uh your fighting is oh it's excellent, right? Well, do you want to yeah, take it up to the I have martial arts, so it's remarkable. It's oh remarkable. Right. Okay, yeah, so no that would get you an extra. Yep, so you've got one extra action. But this, your first one then, is a swing and a miss, because he dodged underneath. Oh, uh, still, take it like a man. <laughs> or a bird. Shelly, goes to you. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Shelly is going to try 
she's gonna try something sneaky. Alright. She's gonna go, um, like, she's gonna, like, go for a punch. And instead, she's gonna try and grab the, um, grab go. the amulet off him. Okay. <laughs> got your nose. Thought I was gonna punch you, but I got your nose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know what kind of role you would like on that. Um, I think that that would probably be number one in agility. Well, let's treat it as fighting, I think. Okay. Uh, because you're kind of throwing a punch, but you're actually grabbing instead. Right. Uh, so if you want to use the martial arts with that, you can. Okay, cool. Let's go ahead and do it. Oh, no. Oh, no. And so no that coming a mile that, right? away. <laughs> Apparently her future is not in acting. All right. Okay, so you make for the grab and miss. Um, and did you roll for extra actions? I did not. I forgot. Okay. Uh, Mr. Arcane then comes okay. to you. Okay. All right, so I'm going to try again. Um, and this time... Uh, yeah, I'll... Uh, let's see, I won't really move. I'll try again. And I'll uh, invoke again. And I'll say... <laughs> Um, Vishanti, lend me your strength to uh, set free this servant of Khonshu, you know, and I'll, you know, rattle off like uh, son of uh, Avatar, Avatar of the son of, uh, I think, Amun-Ra and what was the, there was another goddess. But anyway, so I'm, I want to, you know, try and get some attention uh, and maybe stir something in the host. But, I mean, that doesn't necessarily have a game effect, but that's uh that's what he's trying to do and i'll try and invoke um that um uh trying to dispel that control again and i will spend karma on that too all right okay all right i'll i'll get that to a red okay uh, let's see 70 on incredible that'll cost me 21. okay and goes without saying, he's going to resist with uh, yeah, yeah, karma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Big old jerk that he is. <laughs> and it's going to be... He's got to spend 20 karma, I think, to get up to that, but he'll do it. A contest of wills, then. Yeah. Okay. Um, And that was your action, right? Yes, yeah, okay. that's it. Hey, Tank, can you hold him? I think he's got the thingy. Yes, he has the amulet. All right, one of the mummies begins moving uh, towards the steps in front of uh, of the club. All right, so, uh, Will, the mummy that's been down in the uh, marketplace, uh, is coming, <sighs> running towards you. <laughs> Got a 10 and missed. Tripped on the way and lands directly at your feet. Cool. Um, then we have the guy that's just been hoofing it. Continues to run. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Oh, he's going to reach you. Oh, no. Bad touch. Bad touch. <laughs> Uh, from the top of the steps, 
as he's running in that direction, you hear this <clears throat> as he leaps from the top of the steps and is coming down in your direction with a sword. Oh, goody. Oh, Do no. I recognize what mummy or sword this is? This is not the cleave me in two. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's very rare. <laughs> that's, that's a good question. I actually have to look that up. I don't know that I have his name. Oh, oh Akhenaten, you've been a very bad man. You get back in your you get back in your sarcophagus right that, now. That sword's from the third dynasty. This is gonna suck. <laughs> Uh, that sword once belonged to uh, a warrior uh, by the name of Nakantu. He got a 73 to hit, uh, and that does 40 points of damage. Mm. Uh, I take 10 of that, and my little aura thing did not stop all of it. That makes me sad. Mm -hmm. So, does the way that worked, the aura is down now, or does it stay up? At, or no, I, no, I think it stays up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as long as long as your concentration is up, then I think it, it stays. Yeah, Will hisses and grabs like that. It's an expensive shirt. <laughs> Was. Uh, and I think that then rolls us back around to Tank. Then who has? Uh, well, actually, I think it goes to Moon Knight first. It does. All right. So, human tank. Um, do do I get to go? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I I thought I you think, already had. I think Luke may have also logged back in, so he would actually go before me. Oh, Lucas, are you back? Looks like he's muted. Yeah, he's he was here. muted before too. Lucas. I mean, we're still in the same round for extra actions at this point, so. Lucas, I know, doesn't have any extra actions. D did you have extra actions, uh, Will? Oh, Lord, no. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, so so then it would come to Moon Knight then next. Um. Okay, I... Well, he already used a dodge as an action, so... M Moon Knight used a dodge as an action, yes. Did, did um... Did he get, uh... Did Will get a regular action this turn? Mm, no, I have not. Okay, then I apologize. Then oh, somehow, okay. some somehow, I must have. Uh, I was, I, I was I, just trying to figure out if this was the same round I threw that guy over here. Gotcha. I was thinking that it was, but okay. But I would like to get the guy who just slashed the heck out of me. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like to grab him with TK and throw him back from whence he came. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, thank you. Spend two more rounds coming back. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're we're gonna spend karma because I really want him not to do that again. That hurt. Right. Okay. Five. So, how much to get me to yellow? Sixty-one. So sixteen. So sixteen. Okay. Math. Okay. There we go. And cool. Does and I would like to send him smashing into this guy? Uh huh. And th um, Thirty points or forty? Forty. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So you send him floating back. Uh, go ahead and make that agility roll again, please. Sure. Fifty-two. That'll be a hit. 
which will be enough to take out the other mummy. Uh, <laughs> no, thank <and> you. <laughs> I did not like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, am I able to move even though this mummy is right there? Like, uh, I would like yeah. to try to move past uh, it. Yeah, you can. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five. Oh, wait. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So let's try there. Okay. I th think that's with a couple to spare. Got it. And that should set it up nicely for next time. Okay. Alrighty. So now we'll go to Human Tank's second attack. Okay. Uh, just gonna okay. keep pounding him. He's gotta go down eventually. Oh, look at that. Come nice. On. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, damage on that. Still incredible. Okay. And that is. Yellow result doesn't have a chance of a slam. Yeah, and actually a stun because we're gonna treat that as a red. Look at that. What? Wow. <laughs> How is that possible? Now, his only counts for 69, so it, it, he doesn't get an extra success on that. So, uh, no stuff. Damn. Two 69s? It yeah. In a row. Is a slam. Uh, which way do you want to send him? He'll be moving five squares. Let's knock him off the roof onto the ground there. I don't okay. think he'll take any falling damage, but there's more things I can hit him with down there. Yeah. That gives me a chance to do a charge. Yeah, and he actually might take just a little extra from that fall. I, I'm liking the image of Human Tank doing a Superfly Jimmy Snook off the top of the building. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't have, I'll, I won't be able to do that till next round, but... Uh. <laughs> Which it is the top of the next round, and I don't think anybody else has any extras, right? No. Nope. All right. So top of the next round, and it goes to uh, Quantum Man. Lucas, are you in, buddy? Let me see if he's leaving a no, I don't have any messages, so I don't know what's going on there. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and act for him. Um, wherever I put him. There he is. All right. So one two three four five um i think he's gonna go after the living mummy uh he's gonna come in and kind of float right over the steps right in here so that he's kind of got a view of kind of the whole kit and caboodle uh but he is going to turn the floor underneath the living mummy into plasma which is one of his favorite things to do if i remember correctly oh, it is yep. yeah yeah or to make chains out of air. Yeah. But plasma, he likes plasma. Got a green, so that's enough. Uh, and then that would do 40 damage to him. And he basically, he can create like a full area, I think, worth of that. So that whole area that he's in right now has just turned to white hot plasma. Uh, and is burning the living mummy. Burning the living daylights out of the living mummy. Um, Will comes back to you. Okay, so I have some potential shenanigans. Okay. <laughs> um, I'd like to move to here. What I would like Will to do is move in between these two guys mm -hmm. and 
you know how Dark Force manipulation, like their power stunts where you can shoot things and do that? What I feel like his base level is, is just let out a whole bunch, just like in a globe, just bleh. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I would like to do. Okay, let me see here real quick. Yeah, I'm, oh, I don't think that has to be a stunt. Uh, yeah, I, I just thought that was like the base for Dark Force manipulation, because mm-hmm. like if you shoot a beam at someone, that's a stunt, and like mm-hmm. there's four or five other stunts. Yeah, but just kind of vomiting out of your body in a circle around you, mm-hmm. um, I think is the uh, based entirely on an Avengers comic I read back in the '90s with <laughs> Blackout. I think it was when he was trying yes. to stop Captain Marvel. Yeah, that makes Blackout. sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that covers basically a five square area around yep. you. Mm-hmm. So just roll straight on the dark manipulation, manipulation table. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, and that's going to be a hit for both of those guys, and that's 40 points of damage, correct? 30. 30, okay. But now they're also inside of a cloud of Dark Force, which should continue to eat them until they get out of it. Got it. And, you know, nightmarish, horrible monster things grabbing at <laughs> you, like, you know, the, the whole thing. <laughs> All right, so Moon Knight then goes, uh, and he uh, takes his cloak and fans it out so that it kind of reaches like that crescent moon kind of shape, and then whips it in the direction of actually Bombshell, Human Tank, and uh, Mr. Arcane. Okay. Got 34. The one, two, three of you uh, will take 30 points of force damage. And essentially he is whipping up like a a wind. Uh, And you see almost like a kind of like a a dust devil kind of kind of coming up in your direction. If that uh, counts as energy, my body armor is still incredible. All right, yep. That's good. You're fine. Uh, um, she- Shelly, you can soak some of that with your uh, body armor. Okay. So and Mr. Arcane, ten. that probably will not affect your shield either. All righty. Um, but when he does that, you recall that Pazuzu... Uh, is uh, a demon of the wind. Right. Uh, And then we're going to go to Human Tank. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try for a multiple action. And I will spend karma. Okay. Uh, Will Zanani one give me a red result? Yep. All right then. (laughs) Oh, shit. No, it doesn't. Oh, well. 95 does, though. <laughs> I'll stick to two. I'm going to save some karma. All right. Um, and I am going to do, as suggested, the, you know, wrestler pile driver leap, you know, basically trying to jump and crash right <laughs> down on top of them. Okay. And you're going to add an extra area onto that, I think, with that leap. Uh, so it gives you... 
you still roll your basic uh, endurance on that, but your damage will be at a plus two column shift. Ooh, you're going to hit oh. him full force. Somebody and, forgot to uh, dodge. <laughs> well, somebody tried, and they're like, waiting. Plus, like, like, oh, 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 no. Plus two column shift, and that's going to be monstrous damage. Monstrous, okay. Oof. He was like, oh, wait, no, this is a finisher. I'm not allowed to roll out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you leap and you land basically <laughs> with your with your legs like cradling his his face and beak, <laughs> and just force him <laughs> down onto the ground, uh, and he crumples uh, underneath your weight. Um, that what color was yours? Uh, it was a green. Okay, so uh, he just takes the damage on that, so no extra effect. But you certainly put a dent in the Moon Knight with that. Yeah, it looks like he got a new crater. <laughs> uh, Shelly. Well, it looks like Human Tank kind of has that guy wrapped up. I don't want to steal his thunder. Um, <laughs> Pardon the pun, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I will walk over here to the edge. Uh, and I can see down this guy is still out there. Um, can I see this guy over here from here? Uh, yeah, I think so. He's swimming in a lake of fire at the moment, yeah. though. That's <laughs> true. He's gonna, he's gonna die next turn he's anyway. Well lit. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. I don't need to get involved in that. There's a giant, just inky blackness over here. I don't know what the hell's going on there. So that, that's fine. Uh, I'm just gonna, um, yeah, I'm just gonna shoot lightning at this guy. Because I'm way up high, and uh, for the moment, nothing is hitting me, and I would like a chance for my body to put itself back together. Thanks. So, on the remarkable column, lightning. Oh, no! Well, those <laughs> stairs used to be historical and nice. <laughs> <laughs> lightning just eats the stairs. <laughs> okay. Just kind of looks at her hand like that's not where i pointed all right and did you do extractions i'm sorry i missed that no i didn't i forgot again oh dear all right that's all right we've missed we're, we're wrapping up so i don't think it's too bad mr arcane comes back to you okay well so the moonlight moon knight looks like he's um well, not out, but I mean, he's battered pretty badly, is what it looks like to me, mm -hmm. I presume. Yep. Um, so, so, uh, so I want to try to. I'm not sure what kind of social interaction this will be, but I want to try and talk to the Moon Knight. Like, through, you know, uh, I want to try and uh, plea to him, and uh, and I'll say, I I know you're in there. Uh, avatar of Kanshu. You can fight this. I can help you. I can, uh, I can pull you out of there. Uh, but you have to try. You have to fight. And I'm not sure exactly what we could, like, if that's some sort of persuasion or if that would give him another chance to, to fight. I um, would make a psyche feat. Okay. I'm good with that. 
that, that, that was that was me i think uh i think i just had you selected so ah. i apologize yeah yeah i was like all right <laughs> and i'm gonna use some karma on that uh well well thank ah! god <laughs> fourth one this game <laughs> or more uh but you nobody's gotten more than one and that's true. true with kind of an egyptian kind of accent uh in your mind uh you hear the voice of the true moon knight and he says warrior i think you have given me the strength that i needed and he reaches to his chest to the amulet and grabs hold and pulls and rips it out of his flesh it was actually bonded Ooh. with him. Uh, and he rips it out and flings it up into the air. And you see it just tumble, toppling, yeah. uh, kind of in your direction. Okay. Um, so, I mean, normally I wouldn't ask to do something else, too, but I did roll a 69. Well, and uh, truthfully, that really wasn't even an action. You were mostly just talking to him, so you yeah. got an action. Uh, yeah. So as it tumbles through the air, I want to... Um, so there's another invocation, um, and this is from Ashtur, um, and I could um, surround it in a uh, crystal, in a, uh, in a, let's see, can create a large blue crystal, which will form around any item, magical or otherwise, up to the size of a three-foot cube. Mm -hmm. uh, with the uh, unearthly material strength. And I think nice. you did that the last time to this thing. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll, you know, extend my hand and uh, let's see, Ashtur is the insect guy, I think. And so in this uh, case, instead of the tiger's head, there'll be uh, kind of this mantis um, insectoid, you know, kind of visage that he takes. Yep. And he extends his hand and then, I mean, my goal is to encase it in that blue crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Do you, and is there any role that's actually, yeah, I'll, I'll roll. That? Okay. Yep. I'll roll. Um, uh, and I'll spend karma on that too. So, all right. So, um, that is, uh, green. I'll make a yellow. 47. Seven, I'm remarkable. So that'll cost me 20, <laughs> 19. Yeah. 19. You're right. Mm -hmm. 19 so yep. i'll spend the 19 and i'll encase it in uh in that crystal all right so he grabs hold rips it from his chest tosses it in the air you immediately cast the spell encasing it in the crystal and as soon as that crystal forms around uh the amulet of pazuzu all of a sudden the rest of the mummies that are out there uh just crumble to dust. Well, that's way easier. Uh, and well, Ahmed Al Jabbar is still in the darkness, so you really can't see exactly what's going on there. But uh, uh, I don't know if uh, can you see? I assume will inside your uh, your darkness. I, I think I think I can. It's not specific one way or the other. I would assume so. Right. 
the uh, living mummy that was in the uh, plasma, he doesn't crumble to dust, but he falls knees into it and then just slowly, like the Terminator, begins to melt <laughs> into the plasma. Don't stop. Nice work. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, one, bruh. So, El Jabbar then uh, has his sword and he's kind of fighting off whatever these dark demons are that are inside the, the blackness. And then all of a sudden, he stops and he drops the sword at your feet. And, okay, now okay. I, I have a quick question. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I wasn't here early. Mm -hmm. So. Do I know who who this dark force wielding uh, guy is over yeah. there? Or you assume that this was the guy that you were here to meet uh, okay. because he came out of a temple that uh, that uh, you were supposed to meet this fellow okay. by the name of uh, Will Wagner. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'll drop. I'll drop the. Uh, I'll drop the dark force and kick the sword away from him. All right. Now, I'm going to have you real quick, before you kick that sword away, yeah. uh, make a, um, you have antiquities or something to that yes, effect, I do. right? Mm -hmm. uh, make a roll with that, please. 80. All right. So, this is a Kopesh. It's a scimitar. Okay. Uh, that you recognize uh, that is referred to as the Pharaoh's Sentinel. Where did you get that? Uh, and at this point, you see uh, Ahmed, his eyes begin to bleed. Um, and okay. he falls to his knees and falls unconscious. Okay. Yeah, I didn't want to go in there with whatever was there, too. Um, <laughs> I'm still a little <laughs> nervous about that. Well. Uh, what... What do I know about the the Pharaoh's scimitar? Well, supposedly it had some sort of magical properties that uh, that granted a warrior's uh, abilities uh, to its owner. Okay. We'll we'll pick that up and make sure that gets back to where it's supposed to go. Uh, make a psyche feed. Sure. Oops. <laughs> now, is this psyche feed? Um, to resist domination? Uh, no. Okay. No move. Eighty-one. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. So you pick it up, uh, no problem. But you feel a power surge within you, uh, <laughs> and you feel a wee bit stronger while you're holding this. Okay. Um, and just for game terms, if you mm -hmm. decide to hang on to this. Uh, this will increase when you're wielding the sword will increase your strength uh, by one column shift uh, and increases your fighting by one column shift. Sexy. Cool. And uh, I, I can copy this for you and, and put it in your character sheet. I'll try to remember to do that after we're done here tonight. It's, it'll take a moment to do that. So at this point, we've gone a little bit over time, so I don't want to uh, you know keep you guys any longer. Uh, but at this point, everything out here has been kind of vanquished. The Moon Knight uh, is conscious, uh, 
Sorry. <laughs> but hurt uh, pretty, pretty <laughs> badly right now. <laughs> Sorry uh, about that. The human tank land on you after a 30-foot drop. <laughs> the fact that he's conscious and hurt as opposed to a red Squashed. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm thinking that randomly people around the marketplace started ch chanting EC dub, and they're not <laughs> really sure why, but you know. Well, while they're doing some of that, I'll collect the crystal, the uh -huh. um, Pazuzu inhabited crystal. Um, and try to safeguard that, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I'll check Ahmed for a pulse. Uh, he is go. alive, but okay. I'm Are you okay, buddy? Yep. Are you okay? Hey, Don't hey, die. Dude. Hey, hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die. Don't want to lose the karma. Hey, no, guy. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a whole lot, but I don't want to lose what yeah, I do I, have. Right? And speaking of karma, hey, uh, oh. you guys are going to get 500 karma points. Hey. Oh. Um, and for those of you that, are, well, actually, everybody probably needs to kind of take a look at this uh, because uh with the way that i have everything situated now with the new character sheets if you're looking at uh the character sheet you should have uh four boxes up at the top two of which are uh segmented by a, a slash obviously the first two are your current health and your total health the next two would be uh the karma that you can spend during play uh in the first column and then in the second column, I would designate that as your uh, advancement fund karma. Okay. Uh, so, uh, however you want to split that up. I have put, I have refilled my in-play tank to 200 and thrown the rest onto my advancement. All right, cool. And with that, since it's almost 1030, we'll call it for tonight. I appreciate uh, you guys hanging out. The, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate you hanging out the extra 30 minutes. We'll try to keep it right at the three hour mark, but we yeah, have a lot of exposition. Sometimes yeah. combat can go long, yada, yada. Yeah. Some right. of us were super fucking late. Sorry, buddy, it was late. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, everybody say hello to our new player. Hello to our new player. Howdy. Oh, my God, that's me. That's you. <laughs> it's you. I tried to get Rocket to be cuddly, but he wants to dance around the computer and knock things <laughs> off and slime my hand on the mouse, but he does not want to be held. Oh, That's well. okay. My cat wandered off to go lay down with the dog, so, you know. <laughs> I mean, when he wants to be held, he basically is this little furry barnacle I can't get rid of. But right now, he just wants to be near me, but not held by me. I um, feel you. Very catty. Yep, that that is full-on cat. Yeah. All right. Well, gang, thanks so much for playing tonight, and then we'll uh, look forward to seeing you back here in two weeks. Awesome. All right. Okay. All right. See you, buddy. Cool. Good night. Bye -bye. Okay. Bye. Take yeah. care. Bye.